Parenting sucks sometimes. It's not like you see on TV. It's not like you see on Pinterest. And it's not what the perfect Facebook moms try to make it seem. Kids are loud. Kids break things. Kids always make messes. On Kids for Sale, we explore the reality of being parents. The parts that aren't fun. The parts that nobody wants to admit to each other. Because being a parent is hard. And sometimes the only thing that makes it easier is hearing how bad it sucks for someone else. So join us on Kids for Sale every other Friday on the Journey into Comics Network. Following, following the following is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Heritage. Can't save him, Carl. Aw, man. <laughs> you blew my intro. <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Podcast for episode 63. I about said 66 for some reason. <laughs> I thought it was 63 last week. Yeah. This is where uh, 66 happening? Probably. We need. It needs to happen. Get rid of all the Jedi. Uh, we, are, we are welcoming a very special guest. He hasn't been here since, I think, episode 5? This house Remember is the, bitching. Yeah, yeah, that would probably have been the last one I was on for. Yeah, please everybody. Back when I was in your neck of the woods. Yeah, please everybody welcome Andrew Poor of Poor Entertainment, Poor News, and Adulting Ain't Easy, and Foodies Watching Movies, all those, all, all of those, all the things. Hi everyone, all the things, all the things that make me sad, but happy, but sad, <laughs> all the things, all the things that I loathe, sadness. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. It's been. A day. Work yeah. is always fun. And then I realized I didn't uh, winterize my outdoor spigot, so I had to go do that today. Oh, fuck. I forgot to do that, too. Shit. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm learning things. <laughs> fuck. I get to start doing this stuff next week. <laughs> Are you closing this week? I'm closing next week. Uh, oh. Probably next Tuesday. I can't wait. It'll be a very special live stream. <laughs> yeah, that, that that reminds me. I don't know if we're going to have a show next Tuesday. I won't be here. Yeah, he's not going to be here, but if we close, I'm going to be taking care of everything else. So well, you heard it here, folks. Mine was in the morning, so it all depends on what time you have your scheduled for. Uh, 3 p.m. Uh, mine took just about an hour, so... Yeah, yeah. we're going to see. I mean, we're probably going to start getting... If, as soon as we can, we're going to start moving stuff over there. Mine so. was over two hours long. Oh, so, wow. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Well, yeah. yours took a bit. We'll see. We'll I was, see what I was preparing for like three hours, and it's like, oh, we're done? Okay, let's let's go. Nope. <laughs> it, the, the, the people that were sitting in the boardroom when we were filling out all the paperwork, like, you know uh, the Clear Eyes guy in fucking Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I can't even remember yeah. that guy's name. Ben Stein? Yes, yeah. thank you, Ben Stein. 
imagine that guy reading all of my paperwork line by line, word for word. Oh, oh dear lord. And it was just like imagine him in slow motion. That was that. So it was the Bueller? Yes. Just Bueller, Bueller pause. Like God Bueller. Wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it was it was over two hours long. It was pretty miserable. Oh man. AP You know, I'm surprised you didn't get taxed just to have yours done. <laughs> Living over in Illinois. Oh, uh, it was it's it's all fun. <laughs> this is those property taxes you're like, ah God, why? God, you guys get taxed for every little thing you do in existence. Yeah. And it it's, wasn't and it's even worse up in the Chicago suburbs. Yeah. Like, but at least I'm not in like Cook County, because that would be even worse. Right. At least I'm not in there. Like I recently saw a thing on an entertainment tax for like PlayStation Plus and stuff like that. What? Yeah, That's I'm getting ridiculous. that movie pass tax next year. What? Movie pass, uh, AMCA list. Wow. They're up in the prices in like all the big states, and they're like, oh yeah, Illinois is gonna go up two bucks. I was like, God damn it, why? Why? <laughs> it, it's all give and take. I mean, because, like, if you compare just Illinois and Texas, Illinois doesn't pay any state income tax. Yeah. And you can do 40-year mortgages in, or not Illinois. Texas doesn't do any state income tax, and you can do 40-year mortgages in Texas. So you can buy a lot more house for a reasonable mortgage payment. I mean, obviously, depending on your interest rate. But right. you get fucked on property taxes. Yeah. I mean, property taxes are double just in the city of Houston that they are here. So, so it's, it's, a, all, it give, is a give it's all give and take. And take. You'll wow. be fine. You're in you're in central Indiana. You'll be okay. Well, yeah. I don't know, Tyler. You could you'll, you'll you'll know you'll know better than I about property taxes in Indiana. Eh, they're average. I just signed the papers. Yes. <laughs> My, my buddy in North Carolina was like, tell me his mortgage payment. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, it's not even okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're in the weird, like, the weird zone because, like, the county that we live in, I mean, we're not Indianapolis, but we're, like, our tax rate is a lot higher than, than say, like, Gary or, like, Laporte just because of where we're located. You know, we're like... I don't know. I, I consider where we live a suburb of both Chicago and Indianapolis because we're smack dab in the middle of the two and we get all the shit from both places. Yeah. So... Yeah, we do. Um, we're kind of fucked either way. Yeah. Tiffany County's just really expensive to live in. It is. I mean, they... My dad tried to get me to move back to Delphi, Carroll County, and then he also tried to get me to move to Rossville, and the, her parents tried to get me to move to Rossville or Mulberry, and I'm like... Or Frankfurt. Or Frankfurt. I'm, I won't live in Frankfurt. No. Uh, Lafayette. That's where I like. I actually... Close commute. Yeah. I hate it here. Which, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind living in between here and Rossville, but we found a house here, so... Yeah. <laughs> it just works out. You guys, I mean... The whole the whole house buying process is hard enough. I mean, all three of us now have bought a house recently. You know, you're buying your house next week. Yep. AP and Liz bought their house here recently. I'm going on two years in my first house. It's just a fucking miserable process. I think it is anyway. 
because it took us it took us three years to buy a house because the first two years that we were looking for houses no shit <clears throat> like the like the the first six months before I bought my house which is year number three we literally pulled out of our driveway to go to a viewing of a house and I was one of the first people to view this fucking property and I but no sooner than backed out of my driveway my realtor was calling me said hey don't even make the trip <laughs> because someone just bought it wow that that was what was happened that- to me for three years was so, the market that crazy? Yeah, in Lafayette, but well, there's so much there's so much manufacturing activity here, and then you couple Purdue on top of that, mm. that there is constantly a large influx of people for whatever reason, um, you know, traveling tradesmen, um, just general contractor outfits moving in, people being people uh, relocating to fill the staffing needs of the major manufacturers um, here where we live. It's just a constant influx of people. And then you are, you throw in and kind of already uh, topsy-turvy market with... Because housing is really sporadic in the county that we live in. It's either like obnoxiously wealthy type houses or prefab national homes you know it's hard to find that in between so anything of any value that's on the market goes really really fast and then i i don't know what your guys's experience has been with realtors but the first two realtors that i had were fucking awful I mean, the first yeah, one, go ahead. My, ours wasn't bad. We only stuck with one. It was a recommendation f- from, like, a family friend. Mm-hmm. And she did a good job, but we still, we started looking in, like, what was it, the like, beginning of the year and didn't find something until the summer. So, yeah. But it was a lot of, like, looking at houses, like, either, yeah, like you said, like, some houses were like, oh, let's check it out. And it's like, oh, it's, like, there's a house that, like. Like, we were going to be like, all right, let's check it out. Let's invite the parents, have them get their seal of approval. And then, like, day before, like, no, it's gone. They're like, oh. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Yeah, the first but- the first realtor that I had, I, I was very uh, steadfast on what my price range was going to be, which at the time I, I made a, a large sum of money. So uh, what I was approved for versus what I wanted to pay were very different numbers. Oh, yeah, I was the same way. And I had a meeting with her, and I was like, look, this is a hard number. I mean, I'll, I'll go over this number slightly, but I'm not going to go over this number tens of thousands of dollars. You know, if I have to spend an extra $1,000 to close on the home that I want, that's obviously reasonable. But if I have to spend, you know, 20, 30 grand to get the house that I want, then to me, that's that's not the house that I should get because... I live in the mindset that I like to travel. I have a lot of expensive hobbies. You are crazy if you shackle yourself with a house payment. You know, the 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 the, uh, the phrase is making yourself house poor. And I, I think that's that's a really bad investment. Cause I I look at buying a home as an investment, whether it's 
you know, a home that you're going to spend five to ten years on, or if you go the other train of thought and you spend, you know, as much as you possibly can because you know you're going to be in that house for 20 years. Either way, I think if you shackle yourself with a house payment that you're making a bad investment because you never you can never plan for what the market's going to do. You know, especially with our economy, you know, our administration. I got fucked out of a really good interest rate because I closed on my house 2 weeks after after interest rates went up. If I would have oh. closed if I would have closed on my house 2 weeks sooner, I would have got almost a percent and a half lower interest rate than I did. So, you know, that's we locked in when we signed. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what you do. Oh, okay. But, right. but it all depends on what the market's <laughs> yeah. doing at the time. It, like, it, I did a cool thing. Yeah. Apparently not. No, no, no. It, it just it depends on... Here, I thought we did something smart. It, it depends on the, the general state of the economy and what the administration's doing in the banks and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I, I looked... The house that I ended up buying was the first house that I looked at. The third go-around. Yeah. And... My wife and I decided that we weren't going to rush to buy the first house that we saw this time around. And I had a really good realtor who was patient and did exactly what I asked her to do and was very good at communicating. So I said, you know what? We saw this house. There's not a big draw um, for people clamoring over it. So let's view, you know, two or three other houses and then see, see kind of how it ends up. So a couple weeks goes by and we view a house and I was just not happy with it. And my realtor could tell, and she said, why don't we, why don't you let me call the realtor for the home that you viewed the first time? Let's go back and look at that today, because I know they'll let you look at it today, um, because they're very motivated to sell that house, and then see if your opinion has changed. Well, my wife fell in love with it. Uh, I pretty much maintained my opinion. Um, so I bought the house that she wanted to do, which, you know, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I would have bought the house when we looked at it the first time, I would have locked in a percent and a half lower interest rate than I did when I ended up buying it that, you know, yeah that day when we put our offer in and it was accepted. That's the mm-hmm. interest rate that I locked in. So, right. And it holds for, was it X minute debate based on what you what's in your agreement but like, yes it'll stay this rate for whatever yeah. 58 days or whatever the stupid number they come up with and you're like yep. okay so as long as we close and everything's good within that period of time we're yes. fine so i had been proposed a rate had not found a house to buy that 58 days expired so i got hitchhacked yeah hitch Hack. Yeah, they'd like to tell you you can afford like twice as much house as you're willing to pay for. You're like, no, I'm not. That would be like all of my money every month for a yes. house. That might be nice, but why? <laughs> well, and it's you know, I mean, you and Liz know you guys bought a house and then immediately started working on it. Right. I have been doing that pretty much since I moved into into my house. I have to remodel a bathroom now that I don't have time to remodel. Blaine and Miranda are already talking about how they're going to renovate their house. I mean, it's a job, and you it have to is. do you have to do that on top of all the other shit that we. I mean, every one of us has hobbies. You know, we all lead busy lives. We have very demanding careers. On top of, you know, spending time with your friends and your family. Right. I mean, yep. 
it's just it's like taking on a second job taking care of a house yeah yeah like i'm pretty sure the week after i get married liz and some of our family are going to be like ripping out the master bath and start remodeling <laughs> i'm like all right let's just keep this ball rolling i guess that's what's happening yeah but i mean the, the way that i look at it at least at least my wife and i have agreed that we're not going to live in the house any longer than five years because uh you know obviously depending on where the market's at if the yeah. market if the market's in the shit you know i'm not i'm not gonna take a massive loss on my house um but you know if the market's in good shape and my career path's in good shape and everything's good financially i see no benefit of riding my house out any longer than five years to gain a little bit more equity right Um, definitely you know property value goes up every year regardless of not regardless of where you're at but normally property value goes up every year you know you every at like so every spring for me is when the value of my home is reassessed yeah um so when my assessment was done this year in two years that I've owned owned my house, my property value has went up almost twenty thousand dollars. Very nice. So, that's what you want to see when you purchase a home. You want to see almost immediate return on that investment. And to me, the property value going up is an immediate return on your investment. Because depending on the state of the market, when you go to sell your home, you should count on that return. That's the way that right. I look at it. Um. Did- but I want to build a fucking house. I want exactly what I want. Yeah. When I want it. And Skylar and I have kind of been perusing the market over the last six months. Like, what if... Because neither one of us are really happy with our house right now. And neither one of us have time to, to make it the way that we want. That's crazy, because I like your house. Your house is nice. If you lived in it, you would nitpick it like I do. And you're going to yeah. do this... You, as soon as you and Miranda move into the house, you're going to start nitpicking shit. It's different than living in a rental or, you know, like yeah, here. Yeah. Um, and wait till you visit other people's houses, too. You'll start noticing things like, I want to do that exactly. in my house. <laughs> I hate that thing they did there. Like, you're going to notice things you'd never cared to notice before. Like, <laughs> one of the big reasons that we bought our home was, you know, basically my kitchen and, like, the foyer area is all hardwood floor. Yeah. Like, most... Uh, you know, blue collar Americans, we've got a fucking hard on for hardwood floor. Well, hardwood floor <laughs> is fucking hard to maintain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to baby that shit. And when you have a kid and animals, it makes mm-hmm. it that much more difficult. I got double that. You have double that. <laughs> I got two kids and two animals. Yes, and a wife. <laughs> and, a, and a wife. Yes. That's why That's why life-proof laminate's the way to go if yeah. you want that hardwood look. Well, nothing, and that's nothing to take a beating. You know, we're gonna we're I'm slowly but surely renovating that half bath downstairs. And originally, I like to do tile work, and I like to really take my time and make it look fantastic. But I don't ha- I don't have time to do that, so yeah. I'm just gonna do that. That tongue and groove laminate shit, man, is the way to go. It's just nice. I mean, yeah, it's I did not- that with my yeah, I did it with my dad's house years ago. Like when that laminate started coming really popular and. Mm-hmm. It looks real nice when it's done, and it's just like, it's so much easier. If you try to put it in a hardwood floor, you're going to spend so much time, like, putting it down, nailing it down, sanding it nice, mm-hmm. and doing all that finishing work. You're like, it's just awful. Sky- Skyler says, I have two dogs and two kids, Ruby and Tyler. 
<laughs> She's not wrong. She's not. But I mean, with 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 natural hardwood floors, you know, you have to condition them so many years, and they have to be resealed and resanded. And like I found out last year, um, there was a water incident uh, that that went unnoticed for a short period of time. So I've got one section of my floor where some moisture got trapped underneath the floor. So then with wintertime and summertime, there being more moisture in the air or less moisture in the air, I've got one section of boards that likes to expand and contract. So now when I walk over that floor, it fucking creaks. Just that one section, and it drives me insane. (laughs) But I also don't want to spend a lot of money to fix that. So my solution, I put a rug over it. <laughs> and then I just pretend it's not there. It, that's like that's like Big Daddy Adam Sandler just with the puts, newspaper puts newspaper over everything. Yes. So oh, no, I, I'm really I'm really excited for you and Miranda. I know I know you're you gonna, know, I know you're gonna call me in the middle of the night one Friday and you're like, dude, I just got done looking. Help! I just got done looking at crown molding. What do I do? Like you'll have that moment because oh, I probably. had that moment. But no, we oh, yeah. we looked at the house and you know we loved it from like the moment we stepped inside, and then like I was just walking around and and as we're walking out, I started thinking to myself, I'm like, man, because a lot of people they don't when they buy their first home, it's usually not their last home. Mm-hmm. More than likely, it's the av- not their the last. The average home. American lives mm-hmm. in a home for less than ten years. So, but I started thinking about it, and I'm like. I started thinking of like the way the kitchen looks and the way everything's arranged room wise. And I'm like, man, this reminds me of like, it it feels like home, you know, just like the layout. It just feels like a home. And, you know, I mean, this is, this is one of those like old 1950s homes where it's like, it's got like a ton of character. So like, I'm just thinking, I was like, man, this could be home. So we'll see where things go. We're going to, uh, adapt improvise adapt and overcome as time goes by and you know and buy an giant inflatable ranch bottle to put in the studio more than likely uh (laughs) did you uh did you show the kids the house before you closed on it um we've driven by it uh they we haven't been able to go inside it again but uh fine i think final inspections like this weekend or sometime soon i don't know you go in there for it yeah uh, i want to i want to look at it all again yeah, when when that inspector goes to look through the home, hug that guy's or girl's ass and follow oh. them through every square inch of that house. Yeah, if they go in the crawl space, you go in the crawl space. They go in the attic, you go in the attic. Because there's things going to be like. Also, they'll, they'll inform you things about the house that you didn't even notice. You're like, yes. this right here, yeah, that's the that that's not good. Like, oh, mm-hmm. and then mine gave me like a forty page report when it was all done of like, yes. this is everything I took pictures of and things I documented yeah. like. This is fine. We might want to replace it in five years. Yeah, this is we also got good, that. But don't. Yep. It's all fun. We had a pretty thorough inspection. It was uh, not much wrong with the house. And what we what was wrong, we're like, hey, fix this before close. And they're like, okay. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the nice about. Sometimes, like, I was in an acid situation. So it's like, well, they're not going to do anything about this. So do you want it? Do you, we, so you just we offer less a, money? And they're like, yeah, that works. You're like, okay, then. We had now a potentially $2,000 situation that got hopefully got fixed because uh, I, I guess the the, ro- the roof on the porch was collapsing. 
and we could, you can't tell just by looking like glancing at it but the inspector uh, was like yeah you can't oh yeah stand up here well the, <laughs> the day of the inspection it rained really hard so we really got to get a look at what it was like mm -hmm. and so i mean that that couldn't have happened at a better time because we really and on top of that they said there was like in the description of the house with the things wrong uh, it said that the, one of the basement windows kind of leaks. Well, we discovered it's because the drain pipe is pointed directly at it. You're like, oh, well, that's <laughs> an easy fix, but mm -hmm. let's... Cool. Like, that's not that's not going to be hard. And why was it like that to begin with? People are yeah. dumb. Like... Yeah. So either way, I'm, I'm excited to get it. Do you, have uh, a, do you have a sump pump at your place? I don't know. <laughs> you didn't? You didn't look and see if there was a sump. In the uh, that's a question for uh, Miranda. <laughs> she's she's pretty much handled this entire thing. And just Typical like, Blaine. Hey, 30%. sign this. Hey, no, like the thing is, all that shit goes over my head, and I get confused. You'll you'll learn. You'll <laughs> do learn. You know, do you know what a sump pump is? I do. Okay. You're gonna learn today. You're gonna learn today, boy. Don't learn day. Well, if there's not, we'll put one in and we'll put it on a battery backup. So if the power goes out and it's raining, you don't drown. Yeah, that's what I need. I still need to get Good my call. battery back up. I had to remove the backup they had down there because it was shot. And then mm -hmm. they realized like it died before we bought the house. And like they just put the they just start running the the backup, and the backup doesn't go where the main should go. So it's just shooting out the side of the house. You're like, yeah, that's not what you want. Just water shooting out and then recycling back through the sump. I was like, right. God, you're all insane. So fix that, and I just need to get my new sump with the battery back up. <laughs> it died. Oh, fuck. It died, and instead of fixing it, they just put a sign on it that still works. <laughs> <laughs> they'll believe uh, it. Oh, shit. They'll, they'll never think of this. <laughs> they'll never suspect anything. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh. Man, I, I feel like we're all old men now. Yeah. Essentially. We've... we've Life taking that next step life was so fine before <laughs> <laughs> what happened <laughs> uh, remember 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 when you used to play xbox live until like 3 30 in the morning and then go to school 3 30 i mean that Just was <laughs> play play take a quick shower and then go to school that was that was my hard hard number yeah. like it was on a school night no i didn't play i didn't really play much xbox live during it's the you week. didn't have friends no, it's because I didn't have an Xbox at my dad's. It was all all that stuff was at my mom's. I had my computer at my dad's. I had, I had an Atari. So I would be I would be like on MySpace and every other website I went to and MSN Messenger till like you, three in the morning. You and played then, RuneScape over there? A little bit. I played a little bit of RuneScape, which that's that's an epic foreshadowing for an episode that's gonna happen yes. here in like another month or two. <laughs> They have a Indeed. mobile app now that's like the yes. same as when we played it. I was like, what the hell? It, I, and I it's, and it's cross platform. I'm like, I should not do this to myself. You can use your account that you use on a browser on the mobile app. God. Damn it. And I'm spending like six hours just chopping down trees to be like, yeah. Now I, have a, now I have a rune axe. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we're making, we're making uh, little campfires. Oh, man. Yeah. Cameron at work, he was, he was talking about all these skills. And I, and he's like, yeah, I got my I got my campfire skill up to ninety nine, and I'm like, I bet you can make the biggest fires. He's like, not really. <laughs> I was like, that's so disappointing. He's like, yeah, there's a farming skill. And I was like, oh yeah, once I get like my mining skill and like all this armor and stuff, I'm just gonna get my farming skill up to ninety nine, and just live a simple life. <laughs> farm all the things. All the things. Uh huh. <sighs> 
It's oh. funny. I've actually wanted to kind of get back into it, but I, I just don't. I just you. don't have the time. I don't I'm have the time. Your to phone is to just it. the worst place to have it. You'd be like, oh, I can just pull it out right here. Like, no, don't. don't Please do don't. It. Please don't. What? What the fuck are you playing, RuneScape? Fuck. <sighs> I can't believe that's still going. It's a testament to time. It is. It truly is. I played it for like a whole maybe month in high school, and I never really touched it again. It was Clint, like one school year for me. Clint's younger my, brother. Like, my, like, was it sophomore year of high school, freshman year? I don't remember actually. What yeah, it was, it was around then for me. <laughs> Clint's younger brother Taylor got like got good, and all of his fucking skills were ninety nine. Because while he was at school all day, he had bots set up to do the shit for yep. him. Yep. So he got like seven accounts banned for botting. My younger brother, he played it, and he played it hardcore, like so hardcore that like. He had his dad buy membership for him so he could keep oh, going. Oh, God, those people. Oh, yeah, my and my little brother was, like, that type of person because uh, his dad owns a, a, a pet feed store here in town, and, like, so, like, he's got money. On top of that, he's diversified his his uh, funds. His, his income, holdings. His holdings. Uh, he owns, like, a couple laundry mats and an apartment building just to, like, you know, bring in the cash. It's a lot of cash-only businesses. Yeah. What's that? What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but I, I think I'm the accountant, the Ben Affleck. I just, like, I just, just fucking realized something. <laughs> oops. <laughs> I'm gonna have a talk with my ex stepdad. <laughs> but yeah, he. So my brother basically, whenever he wanted something, he could get it. He, I don't know how many Nintendo DSs he went through just because he kept breaking them. You they, break a Nintendo DS. Just he gets angry. He would get angry and just like throw it. <laughs> Me uh, mad. But, oh. And the thing is, he's like the smartest of us all. <laughs> he's he's got he's going to Purdue right now. For he's, I think he's already graduated Purdue in engineering, uh, civil engineering, and is going for his good master's kind. now. That's so, a good kind of engineering. So it is he, good stuff. He is going for his masters, which is awesome. Good for him. He's in the Purdue marching band and like he's got he's got shit going for him. So gotta get his PE done. <sighs> yeah, it's it's crazy. And and to think that little shithead used to play RuneScape and had a membership. I bet he still plays RuneScape. <laughs> he had he had a, he had a, he played a Adventure Quest too. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. That two D fucking Oh, yeah, yeah. I played Adventure Quest. I, I'm, the, I'm the one introducing him to both games, and he ended up getting membership for both. Remember <sighs> EverQuest? And my, yeah, oh, I never played EverQuest. Uh, only thing I remember is, it wasn't it was a PC game, but it was Baldur's Gate. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah. That was the game. I never played too many, like, RPGs. Like, like classic three style. friends over on the PS2 and be like, all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The only time I've ever seen anything for Baldur's Gate was like I was watching. I think at the time it was Tech TV. It eventually went to G4, but mm. I, w- I was watching Cinema Tech on Tech TV, and they just had nothing but like videos and cinematics from video games. Good times. Oh. Baldur's Gate, keeping the Dungeons and Dragons alive. Yep. Yep. Oh. Have you have you recently seen the? I saw this meme that said, uh, "Oh no, OBS is disconnected." Oh well. Um, uh, recently, I saw this meme. It's like, it's like uh, horoscopes are dead. Uh, now it's like fifth fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons classes for your month. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a ranger. What up? Shittiest class. I was gonna D&D. say I don't know what that means, but yep. <laughs> I'm a ranger. Pretty pathetic. I'll die now. You're the Hawkeye of that universe. It's just it's fine. <laughs> mm. I think Hawkeye's badass, so whatever. Yep. I think he's gonna be the one to save us all. I think he is too. He might be. Jeremy Renner. I mean, that that's kind of a good segue for like a, a short topic because. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all mourning the passing of Stan Lee. Yeah, a day later. Mm-hmm. You That's know, crazy. R.I.P. Uh, Definitely. But I've always ranted and raved about how I love Marvel's castings for all the roles, you know, that they've that they've put forth over the last, you know, 10-plus years. Um, Jeremy Renner is one of my favorites. Yeah. Because... Like, I didn't know Hawkeye was a thing until Thor... Yeah. Right. So, and that was like a last minute thing. They're like, well, we're just have a sniper there. Like, why can't it just be Hawkeye? They're like, oh, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> that works. Who, who we cast? Works. But, how about Jeremy Renner? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Now it's a thing. Yeah. I, I've always really liked Jeremy Renner. I think he's one of the most underappreciated actors in Hollywood. Um, his Bourne movie, I thought was. That was decent. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it was on par with the rest of the Bourne films. And I was really excited to get a kind of parallel trilogy to the original born films and you know sadly that got fucking yeah axed almost immediately but then it's like oh matt damon's coming back oh yeah that's fine yeah it it was preceded or it was yeah it it, it got the the born or the jason born movie Mm and that Mm -hmm. was actually a good movie yeah no, i know i did it for sure um but you know the whole Jeremy Jeremy Renner's character in his Bourne film was supposed to be Bourne 2.0. Yeah. You know, it was supposed to be a different version of uh, Jason Bourne. Yeah, it's like the same program, just the next step, the next level. Yes. And then, you know, that never really came to fruition. So I, I've always been a little bit butthurt about that. Because, like I said, I, I think Jeremy Renner is definitely one of the most underappreciated actors in Hollywood. And, he, you know, he, he does really good work, and then he does shit like... Uh, Hansel and Gretel. Oh yeah, uh, never the, saw it. Never oh, saw that. Oh god, either. it was bad. It was really, really it. bad. It uh, looked weird. I'm like, uh, it looks like he's playing the same guy from Avengers, pretty but much, just a little different. Yeah, pretty much. Which essentially happened again in the movie Tag, which uh, Pod Daddy Nate Phillips graced us in the chat with that. It says Tag, Tag was amazing. I enjoyed Tag. I the fact really enjoyed Two Tag. broken arms while making that movie is even more hilarious. <laughs> He's yeah, like, that, it's fine. I loved it. I we'll love CGI that. my arms the whole movie. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened? I didn't know that. Yeah, like he broke his arms like like two weeks into filming that movie, and then like that's why he's like always in a jacket, because like his arms are in like casts. But then they just like whenever he needs to move them, they just CGI'd some arms on him. I'm like, oh dear lord. But it didn't you can't tell in that movie. Yeah, I, I had no, obviously, man, I had no idea. That's crazy. It's like hmm. never injured filming like stunt heavy Avengers, but it's like I'm gonna do a tag and just breaks both his arms. Like, <laughs> Damn it! Oops. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Tag? No. Oh, I have it right over here. I don't want to watch it's, it. It's Why enjoyable. Because it, John Hamm's also good in that movie. They're all good. It's but. it's it's quite hilarious. It's it's a, you know, it, I haven't seen a movie a, a comedy like that in a very long time where it was just good comedy it, it didn't rely on cheap humor like it was just good there's only that one like prank that's like oh it's oh don't joke about that that's awful 
when he's trapped in the in the cafeteria. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, you don't joke about that, but damn. All right, that's how they're going to go. <laughs> it, went, it went dark, and then it went dark again at the end, and I was like, all right, but still, overall funny. I'll take it. Definitely, definitely. I, I really enjoyed it. Skylar wants to see it. She can watch it. Well, well you it's can based on a true story, kind yeah. of. Well, it, it, yeah, it's based around, and it's a lot more people. It's like sixteen dudes, and right. like, they just like forever, and they'll like they even showed like clips at the end. You're like, oh, so yeah. not as intense, but still pretty hilarious. Like, all right, <laughs> yeah. The the casting for that movie was just amazing too. Like like you said, John Hamm, he was he was great. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the dude Ed with Helms. the beard. Ed Helms oh, yeah, is really Helms. good. I think his Hannibal Burris is in it too. Hannibal Burris, and then the guy Liz likes that guy from that show New Girl. He's in that. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, Jake Johnson. Yep, and he's also he's voicing Peter Sp- Parker. Uh, that Peter Parker, Spider-Man yes, movie. yes. I, I've always dug him uh, in any basically anything he's in. Uh, Let's Be Cops was really funny. Uh, he t- his his side character in uh, Jurassic World was good. Oh yeah, that. the first one. I dug Where that. Where like meta had the Jurassic Park shirt. Like, yeah, yeah, and they're like, we got that's this. distasteful. <laughs> I was I was kind of bummed he wasn't in Fallen Kingdom. They should have been. Like, what what happened to him? Like, he he survived. Where did he did? He got out of there. He got Go out of there. He got eviscerated by a Velociraptor when everyone else was leaving. <laughs> God damn it! He blue. tripped, fell in the water. The big shark, ate, the big fish, ate him. Like, yes. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> That, that's where the big fish, the Mosasaurus, got the idea. Yes. To take down the in, the Indominus the, the Rex. Indominus. The Indo. R, R, D, I hate you. <laughs> I about oh, said the Indo Kingdom. Rex. Mm. Fallen Kingdom was interesting. It was yeah. I was it, like I liked parts of it, and it was like, oh, that's that's what we're gonna do. They are so far from. Michael Crichton's original work at this point, right. while still dribbling parts of the original material in, that I'm I'm just infuriated with it at this point. Yeah, uh, and I know they're making they're making another one. Like, yeah, that's gonna there's happen. one more. Like, and here's the thing: I enjoyed the film. It was a very oh, it yeah. was an entertaining movie. Um, but you know, Jurassic Park and the Lost World are two of my gold standards for fictional material you know those those are some of the best fictional stories ever written you know especially from michael crichton um yeah and it's just you know um fucking jurassic world was good i thought jurassic world was good mm-hmm. all around it was definitely um you know fan service and uh kind of an homage to the original film and you know there's easter eggs and the, yeah. there, was, there was something for everybody um with a diverse very talented cast you know a halfway decent story yeah and then fallen kingdom just Whoa. i mean i mean almost almost from the beginning of the film just falls on its face and you know right. it, at times it was trying to be the lost world and yes. at times it was just trying to be something completely right new. uh it was it was weird it was, it was like different. It was, I feel like it was using the same, like, fan servers from the first one. It's like, oh, the T-Rex from, the, from Jurassic Park's back. So conveniently, right at the beginning. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Yeah. Or the dinosaur that you loved from the first one. The first dinosaur you saw is now going to be burnt to death on the edge of a <laughs> shore. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's, but it's fine. everybody's crying over that part, and I'm just watching. I'm like, yep, that thing's dead. I was like, why can't you just take him? Like, just there's room on the boat. That was really sad. That was really sad. Are we going to start seeing... Can we make some memes of, like... Because, you know, there's those diagrams of... Uh, Jack and Rose from Titanic on the on the door mm-hmm. floating. Just it's like to... he could have fit. Like it's showing like all these different ways they could have fit. And it's like let's start it's making memes of let's make memes of the the Brachiosaurus on the ferry. It's like it could have <laughs> he could have fit. He could have laid down. He could stick his head out the top. It's fine. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, that that'd be too good. Nate, the graphics department, get on it. Yes. <laughs> R&D. Let's make it happen. Nate's, Nate's good at making the memes. I need a new logo. Just put it in there. It's fine. Just <laughs> oh my god. Brachiosaurus in my logo. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh oh. <laughs> well, so, there goes there goes the seventy bucks I spent on a logo. <laughs> so we did a thing this past weekend. Yeah, we did. We did. The whole reason. Uh, I mean, not that we didn't already want to get you on the show, but the reason we're here is to talk about. Uh, this event we attended separately. We <laughs> separately, but the same event, just like it's like we both went to saw movies at a different theater, but it's fine. Right. It was all <laughs> Nate chimes in. What was the meme to be made? I missed it. <laughs> Nate the the meme was so there's that there's like all these pictures of like the the door from Titanic that Rose is uh, floating on and how like all the different ways that Jack, Jack could have fit damn Jack it. could have fit on this door and and they could have both survived but no he dies so we're talking about Jurassic Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and uh, the Brachiosaurus at, that gets burnt alive by the fucking lava and shit lava and it's like lava. he could have fit on the ferry <laughs> so just like make a diagram of like all the all the different ways the Brachiosaurus could have fit on the ship yeah <laughs> it's silly it's silly humor it could, it could have also like just walked into the water just like, a little bit, just, to, just like walked up to the water, like like it could have went really fucking deep because its head is like thirty feet off of the ground. It probably the still would never been, have touched him. Like it would have been would've boiled would've... alive, though. Not, I mean, you just fucking start walking down the beach, <laughs> like four hundred feet out, where it's yeah. like just barely above water. Just do 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 do. He says, "Okie, we'll start research." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, graphics department. So anyway. <laughs> We all three of us went and saw Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, we did. You and we I went did. as a a birthday celebration for both of us because yep. our birthdays are close together. When was your birthday? My birthday was the 29th and of mine's October. The, mine's the fifth. And the fifth. November oh, the fifth. Nice. So Blaine did not attend my birthday celebration at Medieval Times. So, um, was there one in Indy? No, there's. No. We I went to the one in Schaumburg. Oh, nice! I went to that. Been to that one too. It's nice. I dig it. I like dinner theater. It's always fun. Although the the food portions when I had when I was there was like tiny, and I I really wanted to just keep eating. No, when I mean, not only did I get drunk there, but <laughs> I was thoroughly uh, satisfied with my meal. That was the first time I ever had ribs. What? For, yeah. When did I, you go? Like this is like five was- years ago. Uh, I got I got basically half a chicken. Yeah, I got that. I got ribs, half a chicken. How did you get soup. anything but half a chicken? I got How tomato soup. Awesome. Oh, uh, the tomato soup's fantastic. I had a flagon. A flagon, flagon of ale. 
Uh, yeah, that was it. That was, and, and it was all like really tiny portions, and there was much to be desired. Oh I no! Whole shit. life without ribs until then. Oops. <laughs> I've I've been I've been quite a picky eater for most of my life. No, you I, can you can just say I am quite a picky eater because you still I, are an I am incredibly picky eater. Quite, quite less picky than I was. Uh, anyway, <laughs> just, just likes <laughs> He's the like, rib. Uh. That's all. That's all it is. Uh, uh. So anyway, yeah, we all saw Coheed and Cambria. Yes. I've been trying to see Coheed and Cambry for a decade, and I finally did it. I've been trying nice. to see him for a whole year. There you go. <laughs> I've seen this. This is my eighth time seeing them live. So I'm, yeah. I'm I'm really jealous, AP, because when I when I say that I've been trying to see them for a decade, I legitimately mean I have been trying to see them since 2008. There's a and lot I, of good albums from since 2008, that and are, I have not well, been able to make one of their shows. So. I finally did it. I did it on on an affordable level, um, yeah. and I was thoroughly impressed with their live show. Mm-hmm. Not, did you not, make it in time for any of the opening acts? We got one song from um, the Atlas's band. Yeah, that that band was weird. To be fair, we got there with more than one song, but we by the time we got like to our standing place. Which took a while to get to. There was mm-hmm. we've, we we were on their last song apparently, and they're like, "Yep, we're done. Bye." And we're like, "Ah, oh, cool." Yeah, the the <laughs> the venue we were at, Pierre's in Fort Wayne, was definitely at fucking capacity for people because you could not have fit two more people in that fucking place. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, it was very uh, frustrating because we found a good place to stand, but everyone in front of us was nine feet tall. So, you know, obviously Blaine and I are both vertically challenged, which is less than ideal. And then, okay, so Coheed starts to play and we we get we like weasel up into a good position and we can see yeah. the stage. And what happens? A man picks up his probably 4-year-old son and puts him on his shoulders and then we can't fucking see anything. Not only that, not only that, but the the kid has obnoxiously large hearing protection. Oh god. Which like responsible parent. Yeah. Shitty shitty concert uh etiquette because we couldn't see a fucking thing. I mean, I'm glad this kid got a really cool experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and you he was only up there for like maybe one or two. Like I think it was only one song. It was two songs in the beginning and then he came up again towards the end of the set. But we had we had already moved. We had so. moved again to an even more beneficial position. So, um, how was your how was your layout in the in the venue? Like, is there like a sunken pit or is it? Oh, it's all flat, and then there's a raised area that you can pay to get up. Yeah, at. it's it's all floor space with a balcony. Yeah, and a very yeah. there's a bar area towards the back of mm-hmm. uh, the general admission, which we got yelled at for standing in front of. Yeah, because it's oh, all, yeah. there's. There's like a little narrow strip where you can access the bar, but there and there's like a wall between like the floor space, and it's just it's just super narrow and chaos and, and chaos and oh, yeah. every and like by like the owner of Pierre's really needs to look into how much how many tickets they're selling because it was there's no way that the, a fire marshal would have let that fly. No, yeah, <laughs> the, a smaller the, venue. Not uh, kind. Of, yes and no. I mean, decently small, but still not like 
it's not like coffee shop small by any means. Right. Um, it's like you can't fit like a thousand. Can you fit like what, like a thousand people in there? It looked like it. I'm, There's I'm, a lot of fucking people. I'm like saying that. there was there was every bit of close to 700 people there. There was no included between the floor space, the balcony, the people that were kind of like stuck in front of like the bar and concession areas that we couldn't stand in front that of. we could not stand in front of. But somehow people magically got to stand in front of them. Yeah, um, th- there had to be every bit of 700 people in there. Um, the day of the show that morning, um, the venue put uh, a post on the kind of the event page that said there was less than 100 tickets available at that point and then like 45 minutes before the show there was less than 30 tickets available so they almost sold that show out so very nice yep yeah i mean it it was so bad so towards the end of the set like we could tell it was kind of uh waning down and we we just looked at the time and we're like okay it's it's getting there i I looked at tyler i'm like hey do you want to get heading over to the other side of the venue so that we can, you know, just skedaddle as soon as it's over. Mm-hmm. So we tried. We could not get out of the crowd. There, yeah, if there, if a fire would have happened, everyone would have died. Yes. Yeah, my, my whole experience with those pits is that it just, it's a liquid. You can't, you're just, you create a void, the void fills up. It doesn't work. It just. Oh, yeah, we filled the void quite a few yes, times. Yes, there was multiple voids created and we filled them every time. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know in my, in the, we went to the Sylvie up in Madison, Wisconsin, because that was the other place they were playing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and it's, it was a nice venue because they just opened it like two months ago. So it was all like brand new. Everything was really nice. The bathrooms weren't garbage like some venues I've been to, but. Cool. Um, but like the pit layout, it's like, it's a, it's a sunken pit. So Liz and I like huddled up in like the back just because it's good seats. And as long as no one like freakishly tall is in front of us, we're good. It's like, that. and everything, yeah. everyone always rushes forward as soon as the concert starts anyway. But like, there's a group that's at next to us that I think had just on ecstasy because they were talking about it. And like this one girl made out with like four different people in her group. I'm like, yeah, I need to, we need to move. This is getting weird. <laughs> yes. I lightly caressed. I'm like, and we're going this way now. I'm done. Let's, Don't, let's s- stop petting me. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was not having it. And I was like, all right, so let's move over here. But it, we had great, great stop. seats. It wasn't. Unbearably hot, and yeah, we got to enjoy the whole show. But man, it was unbearably hot where we were at. Oh yeah, and I, I was holding my jacket the whole time. I wore time. a sweatshirt in, and once once we got in there, and I started sweating, it was glued to me, and I said, "I'm I'm fucking doing this. I'm not taking it off." Oh, uh, yeah. as opposed to this other guy who was wearing a jacket. Oh my god, no no no, not a, just a jacket, a leather, a leather jacket. fucking jacket, a leather jacket oh, with awful. his hood up. And yeah, a Which hoodie was, underneath. Yeah, hoodie underneath. Flannel underneath that. Oh yeah, this guy was—he was in survival mode. He was a fucking champion. He—he <laughs> he was in Blizzard survival mode. He did it. That fucker did, did it. Did you please have coat check or no? No, I think it—it it might, but we just didn't do it. It did not. Oh, it didn't. Yeah, yeah. it did yeah. not. It was frigid, <laughs> but our place had coat check, so we did that. But it was still like we had to like. All right, there's gonna be a crazy line. Let's just towards the last song. We're just gonna like go over by the table, get our coats, and just walk to the last bit of it, and then get the hell out of here. Because every time I've left a concert, that's like after the end of the song. It's like, and now we're gonna be stuck here forever. Yes, yeah. Tries yeah, we tried, and we literally could not get to the other side of the venue. Like, so we tried more than one route, and we got like 
barricaded in both times. Yeah, so luckily the way we the where we were standing there was actually an exit, but we didn't know if we could go out that way or not. Mm. It was like it was like the exit right by where their buses were set up. And I was, so can I we found that out after we left, so we just went ahead and went out that way. And I mean, no one stopped us. No, no just alarm get, get went on off. Get on their buses. Just be like, hey, we thought up? about it. We did talk about it. There, there was a bus that was, and we're like, it was the only bus there. So we're like, that's got to be Coheed's. <laughs> and even, uh, even, it's, even it's the other band, it's still fine. <laughs> we'll hang out. We're cool. We'll talk. Yeah. We'll, we'll do an impromptu podcast. Whatever. Yee. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that always a good time. Like, but hey, it was. Hey, hey, we're press. <laughs> Where's your press pass? We don't need it. Yeah. This. Actually, I'm, not, gonna, I'm gonna show you actually something on the merch pass. table. Hang on one sec. Ugh. All right. So the the reason the reason uh, Blaine and I venturing up to the big state of Fort Wayne, big, big state. state, the big city of Fort Wayne to see Coheed is so important because I already said I've been trying to see them for a decade, but Blaine has not been really interested in Coheed. No. And I have been trying to get him into Coheed for a solid year. Like I've always. Did you I've always a Guitar enjoyed. Hero fan of them because you heard Welcome Home on Guitar Hero and I was like, oh, that's a that good song. That was on Guitar Hero, was no ex- shit. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Uh, no, like I've, I've always one. I've always liked. I have always liked the song Welcome Home. Right. It's it's one of the greatest songs of all time. And it's just their song. They always end every show like they leave and like come on back and play the song. Like I know you're gonna do it. Just just do it. Yeah, already. we. It, I'm to the point with encores where if I don't hear the house music start playing, I, I'm. I know it's not over yet, so right. I'm just gonna st- I'm just gonna stay where I'm at. I'm always uh, like, just do it. Like I just, it's, I hate the go out and like, oh, come on back and play this song. Like you do it every time. I've seen this seven times before. And just, <laughs> just don't even just do it. Yeah. No, like I've. It's not the like I. Okay, so I've always enjoyed Welcome Home. Obviously, I've always enjoyed whatever people played Coheed. I've always enjoyed what I heard. I just never wanted to dive in on my own. Mm. So now, then, and then he's like, Tyler's like, well, let's listen to the new album on the way up. I'm like, no, I want to experience it live for the first time. It's All a good album. It. I like their new one. Yeah. yeah. Well, their, their new album is actually a combination of three things. Um, Unheavenly Creatures is that, plus, it's Unheavenly Creatures plus uh, The Dark Sentencer plus the other thing that I can't remember right now because I'm talking about it. Um, but when when they, when they teased uh, doing a new album, it was originally just supposed to be the Dark Sentencer, right? And then they basically tripled it, which I was fucking ecstatic about. And on the way back from the show, you know that would have been a really good time for us to do a podcast because we dove into the Coheed Mythos. Well, yeah, but this new album's gonna be a pentology. Yes, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, like, I have all of their comic books up to this point too that. Claudio's done with his wife since they came out. I don't have the the stuff they're doing right now, but like I got it for Liz for one of our anniversaries. I have a whole box with like all of the old comics and the Year of the Black Rainbow book and all that. So I'm super fucking jealous because I don't have any of it. Yeah, but yeah, this is what I got at the <laughs> at the venue. It's a nice. opener magnet. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's fridge. dope. But yeah, I should, you all- know, I, we should have looked at the merch. Tape. I mean, we look. We briefly looked at it when we first walked in. But if we would have waited any longer, we wouldn't have got the spot that we no, did. But the like, it was always a crazy long line anyway. Like yeah. it's a it's a crapshoot. I was like looking for little things like that out of merch booth. So they got a, they got a koozie too. I was like, that's eh, fine. It's a koozie. It's right. good. 
I mean, when Miranda and I we went and saw a Good Charlotte, like we looked at their their merch and all the shirts are cool. I got a shirt, but I I got this this hat too, which Nate thought was a Misfits hat. It does kind of look from a distance. It does. It does. I agree. I mean, it, it's I, it's probably modeled after the Misfits. I was really day. impressed while we were at the merch table to see things that were affordably priced. Yeah. You know, because when we went to the Breaking Benjamin show a couple months ago, um, they had a flannel that was $131. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. For a flannel I've, fucking shirt. I've never seen anything like that. That's That was like, nuts. I mean, they had t-shirts for, what, 25 bucks? That's 25 bucks. Yeah. Which is, you know, I consider a t-shirt 20 bucks. If yeah. I'm buying any shirt with any kind of imagery on it, I just, I just figure $20 for a t-shirt. Yeah, that's so very fair. I thought that was pretty reasonable. Um, I was really, really impressed with their live performance. I oh, knew, yeah. I knew, you know, Claudio and the rest of the band were all fantastic live performers because I've watched a lot of their stuff, you right. know, on YouTube or or whatever. So I knew that they were great live. But I, you know, how when you watch a band on TV or the internet and then see them for the first time, like you. Watching it digitally, you can't appreciate like how talented they really are. Right. Uh, they played in Keeping Secrets about midway through the set, mm-hmm. and that's one of my favorite. You know, part one, blah 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 blah. Every every part of that song is some of my favorite stuff that Coheed has done, and just hearing that live for the first time, I mean, it was fucking fantastic. Well, and you're hearing it with people who like know the words and have been fans of them forever. So, like you, you feel that crowd energy when that's yes. oh yeah, that and was so that much was another like, thing. Listen to it in your car. It's mm-hmm. you can't yeah. even compare the two. And it's you know, not, I, I, I've definitely got that because I've been diving in ever since. Uh, but like, yeah, it was really cool feeling and, and hearing like everybody singing along and you know, in tune mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> much like much like Jeremy Renner, we talked about earlier. I think Coheed is one of the most underappreciated rock bands honestly yeah of, of the modern era because they oh, have definitely they have the devout fans like ap and myself and liz nick maxson is a devout fan of yep. coheed yep um but other than us i mean you don't hear about them very often because you know on the way home from the show you and i talked about how up until um their last couple albums everything that they did had been um, how did you put part it? Part of a story. Part of a story, but you labeled it something, and I can't remember. Oh um, fuck! But every album they've they've told a story. Concept. Concept. Concept album. And and I that's one of the reasons that I've always really dug Coheed, and even the shit that they did that wasn't concept album. That non-concept album they yeah, did. Yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. Still, did they, did, they, did they do a song from that on your guys's? Yes. The island. Yes. Which is still a really good song. I really enjoy that song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely not my favorite album by any means. No. Um, but you know, I, I like the band enough that I can appreciate anything that they do at this point. Um, but what I wanted to bring up is Blaine. On the way home, Blaine brought up a really good comparison that uh, Coheed is basically modern day Rush. Oh, definitely. And oh, I, I could get behind that. I really appreciated that. And Sounds just like Getty Lee. Yes, I, I countered <laughs> with, I totally agree that they are modern-day Rush, but I think that they're a better version of Rush. I Be- agree, too. Because I, I love Rush, don't get me wrong. Um, 
I, I much prefer Claudio's vocals. Um, as they're almost the same vocals. They're though. almost the same, but they're better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they're better. I think it's just the 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 content's better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we're not we're not in the 1970s anymore, and yeah, well, people are more. I don't know, singing about real shit now. I don't know, but at the same time, he's talking about a story. So yeah, talking about these two characters, and that's. I really want to dive into that story. Did you ever know the that they actually sold the movie rights a long time ago to Mark Wahlberg? Yes. And he never developed. He never developed it. Like they were gonna do like an uh, an Amory Wars movie at one point in time, but then like it never just got off the ground. Yep. That was a whole nother thing, but. Yeah, I was always really disappointed that that never kind of came to fruition because, you know, in in in. in Hollywood today, there's so much money being flung around. I mean, every day, so and so bought the rights to such and such story, and right. you know, th- this concept was purchased by this production company, and blah 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 blah. And then we never see anything. You know, the money exchanges hands, and then nothing ever happens about it, or it's 20 yeah, years would, later. Like, I would love to see a TV series. Yeah. Oh, yeah, be that'd be really cool. I was about to ask. So, like. If we take a movie, say about hour forty-five to two hours, how many of how many movies could we do with this story? Oh, there's. They'd have to condense up. I know they probably yeah. It would, it would be a Game of Thrones type story they could probably play out with the amount of content they've created up to this point. Mm-hmm. Especially because they've jumped forward and backwards in the in the timeline of their of their canon they've created. So, it could I could see easily being. At bare minimum, a trilogy, but they could easily do more than that. Absolutely, I was I was going to say exactly the same Sweet. thing. I'd watch it. Oh, like, I definitely. And I think, would. and I think it's it. a good enough like story that I think it would appeal to people who aren't just fans of the band. I think the band helps, yeah. but I think you get a good trailer for that. It could be the new sci-fi movie that mm-hmm. people are would be into because that's a great story when you get out of the bare bones of it. So yeah, most of the stuff I've listened to so far. Because uh, all I did was I, I got on uh, Apple Music and uh, looked up their top songs. Sure enough, Welcome Home was the very top one. Yes. But oh, yeah. uh, It should be Welcome Home, In Keeping Secrets, yeah. uh, Volume 3, um, Wake Up. Wake Up was actually pretty far down the list. Really? Really? Uh, Wake, up's, Wake Up's a good song. Love yeah. Protocol um, was after that. Okay. F- from what I've listened to, which has mostly been stuff from Good Apollo and... Uh, unheavenly creatures Mm -hmm. uh there's i i'm really digging the love story going on yes like what whatever like there's a lot of love going on and i really dig it because i'm a sucker for that shit right so you're actually a woman yeah and if you and are actually pretty decent too if you actually go watch the music they've created they're i like the one for i can't remember i liz hates for this but i'm terrible with like with the song titles oh i am too from I think it's from Dissension, with uh, it's either Dissension or Dissension. I remember I got into them really when those two albums came out, and it was the one with uh, whatever the man the it's like Falling Man or the Man from Mars or whatever that plot is. I can't remember what that title is. I'd have to look it up to actually know. But yeah, I, I can't. I, I'm really bad with with song titles too. I can't remember off the top of my head. Like Liz knows like. Already knows the full the new album, all of the words by heart. I'm like, that's that's a fan level that I can. That's unhealthy. <laughs> she she loves the band. She's she's the reason I got into him. Is like, 
It was like one of our first days was going to see them in St. Louis in like East St. Louis. Like that's that's dedication. Right. So, right. <laughs> you could have died. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's... It, it was a super sketchy venue, but yeah, yeah. I, the, the amount of times we've seen them, we've actually seen like the crowd like get bigger and bigger. So we've seen like as they've gotten more not mainstream, but as more people have found them and start you know, coming to their shows. You know, so one thing really cool. one thing that I really appreciate about Claudio, uh, you know, number one, he's such a down to earth guy. Like they're a down to earth group of guys anyway. But about three quarters of the way through the show, you know, towards the tail end, he said, you know, I want to thank all the fans. Uh, for making Unheavenly Creatures what it is right now. Um, but, you know, we're, we're going to finish this tour, and then we're going to take some time off, and then two or three years from now, we'll tour again. And that, that just kind of that, that mindset of we're going to level with the fans. You know, we're, we're going we're gonna to work on the projects that we want to work on, and then we're going to take time off and spend time with our families and do the shit that we want to do. And then three years from now, it'll be all about the fans again. I really appreciate that kind of that stance that they oh, take yeah. because it's not cranking out album after album after album, you know, and going on that album and then going back and repeating the cycle. Yeah. And, and going on tour every six months. You know, going on tour for six months and then taking three months off and then going on tour for for six months again and then just just burning everybody out. Right. So especially because like most of them have like young kids at home. Yes. Like they want to see grow up. They don't want to be like seeing videos or right. FaceTime with them for their childhood years. Yes. Is it one thing I actually saw that uh, you guys might get a kick out of is that Claudio and I think. It might be his wife or someone else in the band. They actually played D&D on the tour bus between shows. <laughs> yes. That's great. I was like, that's that's awesome. Like, none of the other bandmates are into him. He's like, yeah, I play it with the band manager. And we just, him and, like, another person, like, maybe his wife, and they all just hang out and play fun stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'd be all for that. It's going to be boring on that tour bus between those big cities. So I've got the list here, and I don't know if this is actually like a ranked list and based off of actual statistics, but this is just how the list goes. I assume it is because Welcome Home's on the very fucking top, and you know I can expect that anybody can expect oh, yeah. that. Right. So we got Welcome Home, A Favor House, Atlantic, The Suffering, oh, yeah. The Dark Sentencer, Unheavenly Creatures, Blood Red Summer, and Keeping mm-hmm. Secrets of Silence, mm-hmm. Volume uh, Three. Yep. The <laughs> Gutter, Old Flames, Wake Up, Ten Speed of God's Blood. Old Flames is one of my favorite. Oh, uh, that's it's that's probably my favorite song of the new album. Mm-hmm. Toys, here's to, here to Mars, Love Protocol, The Pavilion, Crossing the Frame, It Walks Among Us, The Crowning, The Crowing, Queen of the Dark, You Got Spirit Kid, Devil in Jersey City. Yeah, it just goes on, but uh, it's a yeah. lot of a lot yeah, of unheavenly are... creatures. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a, it's a lot of their new album. Like Old Flames is great. Um, yeah, they're they're all good. Uh, Here's to Mars, also a good one. Mm-hmm. And then there's one off the new album that was also like, oh, uh, you got Spirit Kids, also a pretty fun throwback style song from yep. their non-concept album. I need to I need to actually get some of these CDs and I have all of them in them. my car. Like I can, very nice. <laughs> AP AP Burn Blaine the entire discography. <laughs> God, what's the last time I make someone like I'm just making. Make him a mix CD. Make, make him a fucking mixtape. <laughs> make me a playlist. 
Oh <laughs> shit! No, uh, I I think I recently saw a thing, or it was I recently listened to a podcast or something. I think it was like Rooster Teeth or somewhere. They're like, they're talking about the concept of like, uh, kids these days just don't understand uh, burning CDs. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like what? Find like the giant like stack of oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, gotta get the CDRW. If you're not doing the CDRW, what the hell are you doing? Right. <laughs> gotta rewrite that thing. CDRW uh, minus. Those are the best. Oh man. I learned that from my uncle. Like, like think, think about that though. Like every one of us, think about the amount of time, like when you were burning <laughs> CDs. The number one, the amount of time that it took to burn a CD. But when you made like fucking mixed CDs for like your friends. Or like the fucking girls yeah, you that you like were, twenty songs the, on there. The girls that you were trying to get in their pants, like you put forth a lot of fucking effort. At least I did. I did. I mean, I poured <laughs> oh, my man. fucking heart and soul into that oh, yeah. shit. Oh yeah. You gotta make sure you put it in that the little cage you trapped to the visor of your car. Yeah. So like, one of those. So I can pull this whenever uh, I need it, hands free. I had one of those. I still uh, have mine in my pickup. I, I got I got a five hundred disc book or book which it has been eclipsed since then but it's got it's still got all the cds i originally put in it completely filled to capacity plus more and like all the songs you downloaded from limewire well, oh oh uh, there might be a few <laughs> i think by the time i got that okay definitely by the time i got that i moved on to torrents but uh there's there's a few there's a bunch of my mixed cds from high school when i first got my license and shit and like i have i have a just looking at the titles i would give them like i think i made i named one this cd's cooler than your grandma uh got and then i got one that's like straight up got my license like i made that cd just so i could put it in my dad's car because he had a cd player and mine didn't and so i would, like, and i also yeah. couldn't drive my car yet because i didn't have plates for it but uh yeah so i just burned a cd called got my license and it just had all the songs i wanted to listen to at the time <laughs> oh man good stuff you ever go back and listen to your old mix CDs? Oh, I have. And it's like fucking... It takes me the fuck back. It's like Kids Bop Volume 5. Like, that's how I feel about a lot of the CDs that I made. Like... Oh, no, I jam them. It's getting them. hot in here. This fucking takes me back to 2001. I fucking... Or 2002. I jam them because I, I was still listening... I'm still listening to a lot of stuff I was listening to then. So, it's just... Like, it's still... It's like same style, just different stuff. I found a lot of simple playing from back then. I was like, yep, oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Wow, <laughs> that oh, was supposed man. to be Blaine and I's first date, and it ended up it ended being up being Miranda Mar- in my place. Yeah, yeah, it ended up being Miranda and I's uh, third date. Did you go, go see them in concert? Yeah, they played for free here at at Purdue. Really? Yeah, it was. Yeah, Liz and I saw pretty cool actually. Milwaukee. They did their. Uh, it was like a throwback to their whatever that no pads, no helmets album. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so they played that whole album straight through. And I'm like. This is all stuff I still remember. This is awesome. <laughs> Fucking hits you right in the feels. See, I didn't know much except for the radio hits. I didn't know much of their stuff. Uh, oh yeah, I never just had got blasting in my car. Just oh. yeah. When I when I got my license, I was listening to like a lot of Lamb of God, Moto Grader, and stuff like that. Godsmack. Put some, put some Creed on there. No. There was some Creed on there. <laughs> I Creed still, and Metallica. I still have all of my original Creed CDs that I bought. I so, as well. Um, I as well. I, just uh, yeah. Silver Side Up in there. <laughs> <laughs> I have Silver Side Up in my my collection. I also have Hadaway. Mm. What is love? 
Oh gosh. Uh, I used to have a lot of Blink One Eighty Two. I have I have their self titled CD. That's a. I I I had. Well, I mean, obviously, like up until two thousand and eight. I pretty much had everything they had done up mm-hmm. until 2008. I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people that uh, if I see a CD that's absolutely ridiculous, that people that it's gonna make people if they see it in my collection, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" I will get it. Like that's so why I got Spears. Oops, I did it again. The album in your collection, <laughs> like some Queensrÿche. I did not get any Queensrÿche, but that's why I got some Deftones. That's why I got had. Oh, I like Deftones a no, little I did bit. Too. Uh, but I, that's why I got Hadaway because it's like. Anybody that knows Hadaway only knows the one song, What Is Love. Right. And I got the whole fucking CD. <laughs> nice. So. True story, when I was, I had a case that had all the CDs I ever owned at one point. One of them, I had the Pokemon soundtrack. I for, like, fucking still movie. have that. Nice. <laughs> nice segue uh, also, because we got the trailer for Detective Pikachu yesterday. How do you guys uh, feel about that? I, I was surprised that I liked it. To be honest, like I was not expecting to enjoy it. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is, this isn't, I was not the Ryan Reynolds part, I was like, oh, this, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me delve into what I thought. Real quick, I, j- I just have a couple things, like real quick. Go um, for it. The whole time I was watching the trailer, I wasn't doing it consciously, it was just happening. I was comparing Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu to Bradley Cooper Rocket Raccoon. Oh. Um, just, just, just. Go on. Naturally, I was comparing that, um, which which made me a little bit uh, weary of Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu. Um, I also don't like, at first glance, don't like the main character. If you could, the main human. Human. Was it human. Justice something? Yeah, yeah I, I just I wasn't really feeling his vibe. I mean, obviously, I'm going to see it, and my opinion's going to change, maybe. Um, but from what I saw of the Pokemon, I mean, never did I think I was going to get a live-action Pokemon film. Yeah. I honestly did not know Detective Pikachu was going to be a thing until this morning when I saw it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very optimistic. I remember That's years ago, I'm say. years ago, College Humor put out like a... Uh, a, a, like a really dark, gritty oh. a, live action Pokemon trailer. The really graphic, like, yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I wanted that movie, but like, it kind of, I got vibes from that how the realistic looking Pokemon in mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so somebody was complaining movie. about like the way they looked. I'm like, what do you want? Fucking Nintendo 64 graphics? Yes. Like, come on. Uh, I people were upset about the fact that Jigglypuff had hair. I'm like, was that gonna yeah. be a weird skin blob? That was like on front of her head, like yes. that curly cue. No, it's a skin blob. Like weird so, growth. I, I'm really glad he was comparing it to Rocket Raccoon because the entire time I watched the trailer, all I could think was Ted. <laughs> I, yeah, I did. But yeah. it's it's basically Ted in the Pokemon universe with Ryan Reynolds uh, instead of Seth MacFarlane. So so it's immediately better. <laughs> like it's not just fucking fart jokes non-stop so like i think this will actually be good don't get me wrong i i found ted funny the first ted was funny the second ted i didn't was see the second ted i'm also yeah. not i'm not a family guy fan uh i do like seth really? MacFarlane, but i'm not a family guy fan did you watch the orville no i haven't i've won i've watched a little bit really of funny I i've watched I a little that. bit of it because joe watched it a little bit my landlord roommate 
and he he watched a little bit of it. I got to see some clips. It didn't look half bad. But Have you watched A Million Ways to Die in the West? No, I haven't. I wanted to because Liam that, Neeson. That is some of the best stuff that Seth MacFarlane has ever done, awesome. in my opinion. Awesome. I thought it was very, very funny. And you got Charlize Theron and Liam yes. Neeson in that movie. Like, that's all. It's all good. Yeah. You've got Liam Neeson. I love Liam Neeson. Seth so. MacFarlane being funny and Charlize Theron. And um, what the fuck's her name from... Uh, Amanda Seyfried is also in that oh, film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. I totally and, forgot about her. And Doogie Howser himself. Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. NPH. Oh, Anyway, Westerns. continue. And if you ever wanted to see Liam Neeson's bare ass, it's also in that movie. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Everything I want right well, there. Well, I mean, I'd Everybody. like to at least see maybe some ball, but Just bare ball. ass. Just ball. <laughs> Just ball. <laughs> Just bare ass is good enough. <clears throat> so so you're also very optimistic oh, about I'm the very film. on board with this. Like it, it it's very I mean they they had a bunch of different I'm I'm excited to see what how many different Pokemon are in this movie. Well, we know how many we saw in the trailer. Yeah, I mean there right. was Bulbasaur, there's Greninja, Psyduck, Greninja, Pikachu. The Charizard looked awesome. Jigglypuff, yeah, yeah. Charizard. That was six. I saw a Charmander. What was the what was the one at the very end that was not from the 151? Or the original 150, whatever. Probably Greninja. The one flying through the air with yeah, the bubbles. Yeah, I, did, I didn't recognize that Yeah, that one. was that Greninja. Uh, I wonder how they're going to stop it. I just love the fact that it's all... That it's... Not everyone's a Pokemon trainer. He's just like... He's like, yeah, normal job, and there's so many Pokemon everywhere. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, and that, that's, that exists in the games... Right. right, but it's just people have. In the TV show, it's like that's all the people are is trainers, basically. Yes. Every, t- every ten-year-old went off on their own and just <laughs> found life. Yeah, <laughs> if only that could be our life. Uh, <laughs> I think. Aww. I still think Professor Oak just wanted to nail Ash's mom, so he's like, "Hey, here, here's a Pokemon. Go away." Go away. And he fucking hated uh, Gary, so he sent Gary off on his own. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, Gary, you little cocksucker. I still remember my great pool discussion of, like, uh, they have regular animals in the Pokemon universe. They're just, like, eating, like, Taurus burgers and all that. So I'm like, <laughs> having. It's, like, it's the darker side of Pokemon no one really thinks about. Slowpoke tails. Mm. <laughs> if you play gold and silver. Q-poke. Or fucking Q-poke. Q-bone? Q-bone. You said Slowpoke right when I was thinking of Q-poke. <laughs> Q-bones. I need to. I need to in, insert like. Okay, do you remember those like Pokemon like fusion generators, and like you, Q-bone and Slowpoke. Dude, there were some really fucking cool ones. My favorite one was Slowchoke. So it was Slowpoke and Machoke, <laughs> and it, it, it just like all it did was interchange their faces, and it's like Slowpoke or Slowchoke only dreams now. Shh. <laughs> I'll post that sometime. That was some good shit, man. But there were there uh, was. I mean, this is this is a really good segue because I want to talk about Pokemon for a minute. Yeah. Like, like as you know, those damn pocket demons ruin our youth's minds, yeah, totally. turning them to gravy and evil people. Like there was some there were some really good stories told. Yeah. Like through the game, through uh, you know the anime and the manga. There there is a lot of really good stories. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, fucking seeing Cubone's story. Yeah. Like, in, you know, in the original games, like, fuck, Pokemon can die, man. Like, when I was a little kid, like, that, that, that hit me right in the feels. I, 
And then when you see, when like in the TV show, when you meet the ghosts for the first time, yeah, they were just really cool ghost Pokemon that Ash needed to fucking defeat the psychic gym. Yeah. Because Abracadabra <laughs> and Alakazam are fucking Ash up. And then now, if you go back and look, it's like, what were these ghost Pokemon originally? And you realize that Gengar is actually a fucking Clefable. Yeah, it's a shadow of Clefable. Yeah, like uh, like that hits you in the feels because again, well, Pokemon can die, man. Well, going back, okay, so a couple weeks ago when we had Matt on, uh, we were talking about po- the myths that like oh uh, the, the, the episode the, that I that I was sick yeah or when uh, I, my back was fucked up yeah 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 uh, we, he talks about like all these like myths in the Pokemon canon that's not or uh, that fans have kind of created um, one of the things was like. Gary, when you get to Lavender Town in red and blue or yellow, Gary or your your rival Blue, he is um, he's actually mourning the loss of his Raticate. He had a Raticate the last time you fought him, mm-hmm. so it's insinuated you the the uh, damage you inflicted upon the Raticate was so much that it kills it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Savage. It's like it goes dark. fuck. Didn't just faint. He died. Yeah. Like, don't you feel awful? He, he fucking died. You gave that motherfucker an aneurysm. <laughs> Should he... What's over there? Show that little like meme of like your... taking your Pokemon to the the nurse, and like it's just the was it Clefairy? Not Clefairy. Clefable. The one just takes them to an incinerator, just drops the balls in, and then go gets new ones, and then gives them back to you. Oh, that's Chansey. <laughs> Chansey, the one oh, with Chansey. the fucking egg. Yeah. Creepy yeah, fucking yeah. Pokemon. Chansey. It's just like oh, they're all dead. <laughs> There you go. Damn. Fuck, I didn't have a goddamn diglet. <laughs> diglet, dig, diglet, dig, diglet, dig. I, be, if you were a Pokemon, you would be a diglet. I would not. You would be I a diglet. I would not. You would be a fucking diglet. No. He'd be a dug tree. Okay. Come on. That's no. Fair. You would be I a mean, fucking they're, they're diglet. They're assholes in the later games because they have this. When they when they added uh, abilities into the game, um, Diglet and Dugtrio had this ability called Arena Trap. Which allowed made it so you couldn't run. Sometimes you couldn't run away from the battle. So you're like, God damn it! I actually have to fight this fucking thing. You gonna die? And then it's like magnitude. Oh, it used magnitude seven. Dead. It's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, Diglett, Doug Trio, Magnemite. I mean, they always piss me off. Fucking Grimer always pissed me off. Oh yeah. Like, go fuck away, Muck. Grimer. The fucking fodder, mo- the fucking fodder Pokemon. <laughs> They're just nothing. God. It's like, but they appear like a million times. I loved that episode though in the original anime when fucking Ash and the and the gang fought all the Grimers and the Magnemites. And then it's like all the Grimers are like Muck. And Muck was like just always flipping you off. Like, what's up with that? Like he's just like, fuck y'all. I just love when they actually realize the fact that how many Pokemon Ash had catched. And they make <laughs> Professor Oak just has all of them on this big scrap of land. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, remember those 40 Tauros you caught? Yeah, they're all right here. Like, yes. Why did you do this? Why did you do this? Why you do this? Why you do this? It always made me really sad when Ash gave a Pokemon away. Yeah. Like, it was really satisfying, but at the same time, it was really fucking the sad. The one I hated the most. Butterfree? Butterfree. Oh, I didn't care about Butterfree. I always hated Butterfree. <laughs> but the one that like made me—I was me, a drill man myself. Uh, Pidgeotto, or when it evolved into Pidgeot, and then he just like, all right, bye. 
I'm like, what? Pidgeot's such a badass Pokemon. Bye. You know what? You know what always pissed me off about the show? Huh? You know the one where he goes to the fucking like Pokemon Circus gym, and he, he's fighting that guy with the fucking Sand Shrew. Yeah. And he's making the Sand Shrew like fucking dive into water and shit. He's torturing it, <laughs> and then Ash isn't like, "Come on, Sand Shrew, I'll take care of you." And the Sand Shrew basically tells him to fuck off. It's like, no, you rescue that little critter. It needs your help. Ash God. is the biggest piece of shit ever. And, like, it, there's, there are videos on, like, explaining how Ash is just the giant asshole when throughout he gets, the entire when series. When he gets fucking manky. Yeah. And then just, eh, see you later. Ugh. Fucking, I, and when he gave up Charizard, that bummed me out, too. You think? Oh, yeah. So, not only Charizard Mountain yeah. or whatever. Like, just, and, you know, Charizard was such a dickhead the entire series, but it was funny. Like, uh, like to squ- be honest. like with sunglasses. Yeah. Like, like, to be honest, though, like, all the Pokemon that he got from the original three were all dickheads. Like, Bulbasaur <laughs> was a dick. Squirtle was a super dick because there was the fucking Squirtle gang. Squirtle Squad. Squirtle Squad. <laughs> And then fucking Charmander was a dick, too, because, like, his fucking owner was leaving him to die. Charmander was not a dick. When he evolved into Charmeleon, that's when he became a dick. No, at the beginning of Ash taking care of Charmander, Charmander was also being a dick. He, he was a fucking dick all the way through. I, I don't believe so. Charmeleon was my favorite Pokemon of the original 150. Uh, I it, like Charmeleon. AP, what's, what was your favorite of the original Charmeleon. 150? Oh, are you a Hitmon Chan or a Hitmon Lee? <laughs> oh, oh God, uh, probably Hitmon Chan. Oh, damn it! I'm about to go. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was I never, always a Hitmon Lee man. I never used either of them because he was such a creepy fucking guy. I, I can't. I can't, I can't. I have a hard time picking. You my look favorite. like a pseudo Wudo guy to that me. Or he's a, not 150 or a, a far fetched guy. Okay. I'm just talking general okay, now general, at this point. Like you, you guy. look like a far-fetched guy to me, or a wabagong guy. Wabagong. Wabagong. Wabafet. Wabafet. <laughs> wabagong. Yeah, but where wow. did they where did they get the name from? The animal wabagong. That's a thing. Yeah. Whoa. It's a different version of a manatee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I always, I always liked coughing. Coughing was always a fun. You know guy. that makes sense. AP, I, like I can see that. Like AP getting out of the box with coughing. I can see that. Like it just makes sense. I don't know why, but it just does. I can I just, see. I it. liked Team Rocket's Pokemon, especially like when they when they evolved into Weezing. Was it Weezing and uh, Arbok? Uh, oh, what, what was the evolution of uh, Ekans? Arbok. 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 Cobra. Just, like, they're so happy. They're like, oh, they're all crying. Like, what's happening? Now? <laughs> what's, what's, I I was what? a big Ekans Arbok fan. Yeah. Like, I not only Ekans. did I want to nail Jesse, or yeah. But I almost said, oh, <laughs> you no, said James. James. But no, <laughs> Jesse, or whatever. But uh, like, I, I always, I always dug fucking Ekans and Wobbuffet. Like, yeah, like Wobbuffet's Wobbuffet. antics. Like, oh, you crazy Wobbuffet! <laughs> Wobbuffet would just pop up out of nowhere, like Wobbuffet. Yeah, I forget. Like, did they? I don't know how they ended up with Wobbuffet. I forgot that whole how he ended up with that group. Didn't they get him out of like a fucking vending machine? No, they traded her Lickitung yes. for the Wobbuffet. Yes, oh, Lickitung, thinking it would be like worth something, and it never worked. But although Wobbuffet can be a very effective Pokemon, yes. if used right, just Man, does nothing but counter. Like, it's sad that that Jesse gave up Lickitung. I liked Lickitung. 
so happy. Always so happy. I was, I was just like, Team Rocket's bouncing off again. Wobbuffet! Yes. Yeah. I was like, God damn it, Wobbuffet. What are you doing? Like, so not only was Professor Oak nailing Ash's mom, but do you think Mr. Mime was getting in on that action too? Oh, man. I think, I think, this is my fucked up head. I think people were fucking Pokemon. <laughs> like, seriously. Jinx. Jinx over there? Yes. <laughs> like, somebody's getting that uh, Nicki Minaj action with Jinx. Oh, God. There's oh, also man. fucking weird people fucking pony toss and shit. You don't know what's <laughs> happening. Like it's just chaos all oh over. Oh my god. Uh, uh, if I okay, if I had to pick, I would, I would definitely go with Pidgeot. You're a Pidgeot guy. I'm a Pidgeot You're gonna have guy. Have sex with a Pidgeot? No, no, not <laughs> no. My favorite. That's what I was going for it. I was like, what? It's either Pidgeot or Dragonair. Like I love Dragonair. Lapras was, was his, cool. Uh, I thought Lapras was, the, was cool. What was the pre-evolution of Dragonair? Dratini. Dratini. And then ev- yeah. and eventually evolves into Dragonite, which it's funny because, okay, so you got Magikarp into Gyarados, which makes no sense unless you look at, like, uh, Japanese lore, the koi uh, swimming up the waterfall and reaching its full potential and turning into a dragon. Right. Uh, but then there's Dratini, Dragonair, and then Dragonite, which <laughs> just doesn't make sense. Dra- Dra- Dragonair evolving into Gyarados would make more sense. And then Magikarp into Dragonite because they both have like the little whisker antenna things. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just like they got flipped around. And it's like, what the fuck happened here? Actually, I really liked Onyx. Onyx is cool. On it. Onyx, Onyx was Onyx was awesome. Steelix was. I, cool. I liked him. I actually liked him on the show too. Steelix was cool, but Steelix was like terrible. Yes. Terrible fucking Pokemon. I liked Golem. Golem was cool. Mm-hmm. Giant, mm-hmm. just ball of mean. Ball of mean. Yeah, like think think about how fucking Im- intimidating of a creature Golem would be. Yeah, if we're going up to the two fifty one, I'm gonna have to go with fucking Typhlosion or Feraligatr. Feraligatr was cool. I called him Brutaligator. Uh-huh. T- Totodile. That was the <laughs> Totodile was badass. That was the first Pokemon that I got to level one hundred in Silver, Gold, and Crystal. You know, I would oh, have to say that too. Gold. Blastoise was my first one in red, blue, and yellow. Pidgeot was mine. Actually, no, I got him up to eighty-one. That was the highest Pokemon I had. What colors did you have? Uh, my first Pokemon game was yellow, and then Same. and then I got blue after that. I bought it for like three dollars off of a kid that I scammed. And then, and then I basically stole my red from a kid. I traded him like two junk Yu-Gi-Oh cards for it. So then I had all three of those. And then I got silver for my birthday. After that, I scammed another kid out of gold. And then, in my opinion, the gold standard, the best Pokemon game ever made, Crystal, I got from uh. somebody for free at a garage sale. Damn. So I got out after gold. Gold was my last Pokemon oh, game I had. Crystal was the last one that I played. Emerald. Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. Great you, fucking you went, games. You went, you went that far. Oh, I went farther than that. I The last game I played was... Uh, technically, the last game I played was the remake of Ruby and Sapphire, but... Uh, they remade Ruby and Sapphire? Yeah, for 3DS. Uh, but the last game, I like the last. Didn't they go like black and white or something? Yeah, I played those more recently. I and played, then I did X and Y too. I did black and uh, white, black and white two, which sucked. That was terrible. I never finished it. Uh, I 
I don't. I didn't even finish. Uh, I got Pokemon Y. That was the last original story I played, and I I didn't finish it. I got I got to the the flagship Pokemon of the game, uh, Evital, caught him, went. A li- I think I did the next gym, and then I stopped playing. <laughs> Which the last the next gym was the last gym. I just didn't want to play anymore. Right. Like, I've, I've accomplished what I set out to do, which was catch Evital. So nice. the, the whole, the whole I... reason I segued from Detective Pikachu, um, Blaine and I are both going to get a Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Like soon-ish. Not soon. Not later. Soon-ish. It's when we decide to do it. Probably around Christmas time, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. For both of us. Uh, we'll both be be diving balls deep, like Mr. Mime and Ash's mom, with uh, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Are you going to pick that up, AP? I don't, I don't have a Switch. I think the next I'm probably going to get is probably Odyssey. Cool. I saw my Xbox One. Actually, you know, I really want to find a see-through purple Game Boy Color, just so I can get... That, just so I can get an old classic Pokemon game, but that's mine. I don't know. The the first Game Boy that I ever got was the see through purple Game Game Boy Color, and I still have it. Uh, I, I made the mistake of trading it in to GameStop like ten years ago or more. Should have just kept it. Yeah. Should just put it in a box and forgot about it. Yeah. I got like nothing for it. Yeah, I got I got the original Game Boy, the big gray brick, like oh, with the green screen. Yeah, for free from for I think from my stepmom. And then shortly after that, for my birthday, all of my friends were getting Game Boy Colors. So my grandma took me to Toys R Us, and I picked the one I wanted out, and it was the purple see-through Game Boy Color. And still to this day, I have it. I bought. I got one of those little uh, carrying cases for it, you know, with mm-hmm. like the little strap. It's the. Oh, yeah. It's the the Pokemon Yellow Pikachu version or edition of that carrying case. I still have it in that. I still bring it out and play it every now and then just to make sure it works. Uh, um, I remember I had all this stuff when I had like the the rumble set before you hook up to the back of it yep. that had the handles. Oh yeah. I had the the light. The, the lights. I remember it being really cool like uh, one of our friends had the printer. Yeah. You could print uh, whatever out of it. Uh, I really wish I'd have kept that. That would have been a fun thing to revisit. That's st- still to that to this day for me. That is one of the coolest, like, just anything electronic that I've ever bought. I mean, because I I still have that nostalgia. Like every time I break it out of the little the little carrying case, like just looking at like at the time the level of detail that Nintendo put forth or you know put into that project, you know. Like, all of the electronics on the inside of that thing are just meticulous and perfectly done. You know, nothing is out of place. Like, still to this day, that is one of the coolest things I've ever I've ever bought. You know, electronically, anyway. Right. right. That's one thing, that's the same reason I got, like, the, the Super Purple N64 controller. It was just, like, I loved how detailed they were back then. Now everything's so crammed into a box and so computerized, it doesn't matter. Right. You're not going to see it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that that's Blaine and I's plan anyway. We're gonna pick. Uh, both of us are gonna get our Switch. Like, didn't that uh, doesn't that new Pokemon game? Doesn't it? It, uh, it ties into the Pokemon Go app, yeah. doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, you can catch. You can basically transfer the Pokemon over. But, but you, you can't st- use them. You got to catch them again. Yeah. You can use them. 
Do I still have my Pokemon Go? Yeah, but I remember when, like, like your Pokemon Go, all your Pokemon Go Pokemon just end up in a little like ranch. Ah, oh, oh. like like Ash's Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's like that. Okay. Oh, yeah. I still have my Pokemon Go app. Gotta love it. Me too. I, I, I recently started playing, but they recently released all the Sinnoh Pokemon from like Diamond and Pearl. And I haven't. Yeah, there are I didn't like three generations now, or three, oh, this three is levels. This is the fourth. Four? Uh, but I never played Diamond and Pearl, so I don't know any of those Pokemon. Except yeah. for I liked it better was just the 150. I was like, yeah, I know all these. This is nostalgia. And I was like, why am I catching you? What are you? Why are you an acorn? Why are you an <laughs> Why are you an ice acorn? cream cone? <laughs> Yeah, they literally made a Pokemon that's based off of trash, and it's called Trubbish. Yes, and it is like, trash. Like, I remember like the whole logic was like, in all these generations, really found these 150 Pokemon, and then like in the 30 years since, they found hundreds and hundreds more. You're like, oh, okay. So just any inanimate object with googly eyes now is a Pokemon. Yes. All right. Accurate. <laughs> well, remember. Um, what was the fucking one that was all letters? Uno? Oh, the unknowns? Unknowns. Thank you. We're trying uh, to collect all of them to get the whole alphabet like, going. I did it. Like, they are literally just letters. Once you collect nice. all of them, uh, one of the scientists uh, and the things next to the, the ruins, um, he actually, he's like, oh my god, you collected all of them. AP's gone. Uh, <laughs> he left us. He left us. Um, like, all of them. Uh, the guy's like, oh my god, you collected all of them. You can use this thing now. And it's a printer, and that you connected your Game Boy printer to it. Which I never got. And all you, all you did was make stickers. We just talked about that. Oh. <laughs> we just talked about the Game Boy printer. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. Not like that, this. That's so funny that, like... Not like this. <laughs> that's so funny that I bring it up, like, in a completely different way. Yes. Yeah. Though, like, we we still make it back to that point. So, mm-hmm. so would you say that realistically, like the first of January, you and I would both have a Nintendo Switch playing Let's Go Pikachu? I mean, more than likely. Like, I th- I think that's I think that's a reasonable time frame. I, I think I'm definitely still gonna try to get it Black Friday. Uh, Miranda looked up, and there's like no deals going on for the Switch on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. I figured maybe at least there'd be bundles, but she said no. She didn't see any. But yeah, the 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 Black Friday deals, from what I've seen, are pretty pretty slim, if any. I did do what? Oh, I saw one that was really tempting. That I know I'm not gonna get it just because I don't have the money for that right now. Was that you can get the a PS4 uh, Spider-Man bundle for 200 bucks. Oh shit! And I was like, oh, actually not bad. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. One terabyte PS4. I was like, all right. That's actually really badass. I think because I think regular PS4 is like three hundred bucks. Two twenty nine. Oh, it's two twenty nine. Okay. I mean, so but, you're getting it a little cheaper plus thrown in Spider Man. Yeah, so exactly. Like, and I really wanted to play Spider Man. I was like, I don't think I have like I barely play video games now as it is. Do I really need another console? <laughs> right. Uh, Blows my mind that the PS4 is now five years old. Wow. Are they going to make a PS5 in the next? Like, usually it was like next a year. Three year, like a three year cycle or a no, five year they're, cycle. No, they're normally six to ten year cycles. Yeah. Really? What was the what was the difference between the what was the time between 360 and the one? Was it six years? Oh fuck! It was a while. 2006 to 2013. Yeah. Really? It was that long? Yeah, seven thir- years. Seven years. Uh, Thirteen had the Xbox One and PS4. Uh. 
They always seem to time it just so they both come out at the same time because no one wants to lose out on the new gen business. Yeah, the the console wars are a real thing. Yes. It's like the Wii. It's like the Wii U at the same time. I was like, what's like the Wii U? Just I feel like didn't really take off. No, it didn't. Not like the Wii did. I like my Wii U though. Yeah, I like. I really enjoyed my Wii U. I played the shit until out of I sold it to Nick Maxson. I still have mine. He still has his. He still has mine. He also has my old TV. He has a lot of my old stuff. Like a like a like a portable Nintendo, like a whatever evolved from the Game Boy. I know the Switch kind of is portable, but I don't know what if they make like a a 3DS seven or whatever they're doing now. I don't know. No, they're still doing they're still doing the DS. Yeah, they're doing the DS. They're phasing out the 3DS. Um, eventually, it's just going to be the Switch. Yeah, if they were smart, that's what it'd be. But they can. Still make money off the 3DS, so why not? Mm-hmm. The Switch just remind like it's just looking at it, it always reminds me of, like the when they made the whatever the Vita, the PS Vita, yeah, whatever that was, yeah, with the separate like you could buy movies and video games, all those little cartridges. I was like, okay, yeah, with the P- the PSP did that too, the UMDs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I had Lords of Dogtown. <laughs> it, it came with my PSP. <laughs> Uh, ATV oh, Off-Road PSP, Fury as yeah. well. Nice. Uh, Classic. I, I got I got the PSP just so I could play Monster Hunter again. Most of my friends got the PSP just so they could put porn on it. I did that as well. I was actually talking to Cameron about that yesterday. How, like, we were we were going through, like, our, like, our history of porn. And it, it like, oh, it started off with, like, when was the first, like, when did you realize you could masturbate? <laughs> Okay. I started looking at porn in like '98. Oh yeah, I, I started looking at porn way before that because like I would always, I'd always like just somehow manage to find my dad's like Playboys. <laughs> Tits. Tits. Uh, Dicks. But no, we, we eventually went on to like. Uh, I, I eventually mentioned like how like I got a PSP and like so, and then I also found this program that allowed me to convert videos into PSP format. So of course like. I had porn that I downloaded off of LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, I can take my porn to go. We, we used to, like, when we would go to, like, wrestling tournaments and shit, like, out of town, like, big, big, like, like, two. Would, would two, one of you have a PSP and, like, you just put it in the center and have, like, a circle jerker? No, on? we wouldn't actually jerk off, but we would watch porn all the way there and all the way home. Nice. I see nice. it, Kitty. Is that, there was a cat. Is that the cat of it our existence? It doesn't like me to be interrupting. It's one, one of them. It's the cat of our Just existence. Out. All of them. <laughs> All of them. My cat of my existence uh, is out there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. If I was in the office, it wouldn't be a big deal. I'm just chilling in the kitchen. I was like, eh, I don't feel like going into a back you. room. It's I got fine. You. So, I'm, I'm out oh. of, like, random topics now. Oh, did you see the fact they're making another Toy Story movie? Yeah, yes. I didn't see the trailer. I didn't watch the trailer. I have teaser. not watched the trailer. There was two yeah. trailers since then. Oh. There's been one came out today with uh, Keegan Michael Key and uh, Jordan Peele. Yes, they're in that movie. Playing like with like a ducky, the county fair prizes or whatever. Yeah, one's playing like a like a a duck, and the, I don't remember what the other one's playing. It's like a bunny or something. Yeah, something like that. Okay, and it's basically like it looks like like, a, like they're just animated one of those Keegan Michael Key sketches about being hyped for something. They were hyping the trailer. It sounded like I was like, nice. "What in the world is happening?" Nice. And they made and then they made fun of Buzz Lightyear for 
saying to infinity, you can't go to infinity. Like, what are you talking about? You're insane. And just like joking about that, that he was, that he was crazy. It's like, oh, okay. I need to check this out. Like, I love Toy Did you see the trailer? The, the weird, like, circle spinning thing? No, I, I started watching that. I'm like, now I'll watch that later. And I just never did. Like, it's, there's not even like, there's no like talking of it. Except no, it's, for, like, it's the just fact a there's, teaser. Like, a, it's just a teaser there's, there's, saying, like, a spork. Hey, this is happening. But I've always been curious about that whole like, if you just put a face on an animate object, does it become to life in that world? And apparently that's the case. You just need to give it eyes and appendages. <laughs> like Pokemon. Like Pokemon. Mm. I still uh, think Mr. Mime's nailing Ash's mom. Did you, did you like the Mr. Mime and the, the Detective Pikachu trailer? Yeah, it was humorous. Trailer? And, you know, the whole uh, Pikachu saying, I'm, I'm going bad cop now, and just tackles the invisible barrier. Yes. <laughs> I said so I'm going differently. Like, uh. <laughs> Just electrocute him. Just I love how at the very beginning, at the very beginning, Pikachu's like, I know you can't understand me, but if you come any closer with that, I'm going to electrocute you. And he's like, what did you just say? What? <laughs> you can hear me? I haven't, I'm so lonely. <laughs> I've been so lonely. <laughs> yeah, that was some good stuff. Uh, I like they threw in like classic Pikachu voice. Like when it's like, oh, can you yeah. hear what he's saying? Yeah. Pika, Pika. Like, no. God damn it. They can't hear me. It's fine. <laughs> like I told you, no one can hear me. Do you think we're... I remember... Go ahead. Oh, go on. Do you think we're going to see Pikachu have sex? No. Damn it. <laughs> with another Pikachu? Just with anything. I remember the biggest thing I thought was like, well, now in Deadpool 3, they can joke about the fact that Ryan Reynolds voiced Pikachu in a movie. Yes. Like, that's... Oh, yeah. Pikapool. That'd be great. Pikapool. <laughs> I've seen that. That like That's an actual, like, image out yeah, there somewhere. I saw it today. Uh... So I'm in, I'm interested to see on a more serious note or hear what you how you feel about our recent elections. Um, AP. This is all you. This is all you guys. It, it wasn't. I don't think it's what anyone like. Every side got a little something out of it. I think. Like it wasn't like what everyone said it was going to happen. It was. Like, like, oh, it's going to be a blue wave. It's like, no, it's going to be a, a trickle at best. Mm -hmm. Like, all the big elections, we were like, oh, they were going to go, like, they're either was really close and then lost, or they're still in recounts, which is, it's Florida, so it's going to be recounts. Right. I have no idea what this, I think, like, Thursday it's like they're supposed to be finalized or whatever. I don't know. That's Florida's thing. I the whole thing on it. Like, I didn't, I wasn't following the big races outside of Illinois, and I was like, I can't vote for him. I'm not really going to pay that much attention to him. Right. I know that Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz Beto Rourke thing was like all that everyone was talking about. I'm like, I get it. They just want to get Ted Cruz out of office, but I he is the I Zodiac the killer. Guy. What? Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. Uh, more importantly, he's the guitarist from Striper. Yes. <laughs> he's, Why not both? He's had a Why very he's, both? <laughs> he's he's had a very diverse portfolio. Uh, um, I, I I mean, so. This is the first uh, election that I voted in that I have voted primarily Democrat. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you and I had the discussion the last time that I was on, or, you know, a couple months ago when I was on your show, and I said, you know, now with my recent career change, I'm having to, you know, kind of reevaluate my political stances and and uh, to change, to, to modify some viewpoints, and... I heard someone here recently 
say the phrase, vote with your job and lobby for everything else. And that kind of hit home with me it could, because, I mean, it, it, it was the first time that someone had said, you know, the way that you vote or the way that you are going to vote today might not be the way that you would normally vote. But in the long run, you know, we can get what we need and then we can fight for for more than that. So um, I voted primarily Democrat in, in this recent election. I was a little bit – I'm not a big Joe, Joe Donnelly fan, but I was, I was actually surprised that enough of our state bought into the, you know, high school slander campaigns that Mike Braun had done here in Indiana – you know all those those campy annoying commercials that oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, that, I got all that with the the oh, Illinois God. governor race was all I saw for like the past six months. Yeah, I mean it's like on Hulu. It was like the same commercial every commercial break. I was like, God, I hate both of you right now. Yeah. I just want to vote for one of you so I can stop seeing these. Right. Um, so I I was a little bit disappointed that that somehow Mike Braun edged out Joe Donnelly, but I'm I'm actually pretty content with the way that the Indiana's elections anyway went because, you know, other than the Ted and, and, and Beto, Beto stuff, I haven't really followed anything else other than, than Indiana because, like you said, you know, I'm not going to be able to vote for him. So. Right. It's like, it's like all those like celebrities like coming out and endorsing. I'm like, you're endorsing people that... It's, I know it's, it's a state... It's a, it's a senator, okay. But, like, it's just one senator out of hundreds. Yes. That, like, like make, make the, the local changes. Like those like county board and the city positions are the ones that actually will affect your day to day life more than a U.S. representative, right, from your area. But like I I, I voted yeah, predominantly Democratic on this one as well. There was a few that probably just like people I had checked out. They're like, oh yeah, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. But actually, like the actually the case of like someone electioneering like right outside my polling place, and I was like. What the, what the hell are you, are you doing? Like, like it's, it's 6 a.m. Like, go <laughs> do other things right yeah, now. Yeah, I saw that post. You're not going to change that. my mind yeah, yeah. on the way into the poll. I early voted, but a bunch of people that I worked with uh, voted at a location that's really close to where I work. And there were members of almost every major candidate outside of the polling place stopping people as they walked in to vote to talk to them or shake their hand or or thank them for for voting for them before they'd even voted for them so like yeah that's to me it's just fucking annoying because you know yeah, your like, your post was perfect you are not going to sway my vote by giving me a sticker i mean right. you know vote for blaine because he's blaine like fuck off i just want to vote and yeah. go to work you know right right like, like, I, if anyone's going to, like, the poll, like, oh, like, I'm going to get swayed by the sign that's posted right outside the door because it's going to stick in my head somehow. Yeah. Like, sure, that'll work on, like, maybe a handful of people or probably more than I actually think. But the, you can't, campaigning should be done well before someone walks to the polling Absolutely. Place. Well, and, you know, I think, I think anything is possible at this point because I, I didn't think that Indiana would, like I said, uh, get duped by Mike Braun's commercials, but apparently they did. So, um, while we're on the subject, uh, I am currently campaigning for favorite doom room person. 
Okay. <laughs> so is that, is, is, that a, is that a voted? If you go to position? the Dream Room page, uh, there is a form you can fill out. It's I think it's at this point it's just a nomination form. But go ahead and uh, fill that out and uh, put me as your favorite uh, scene person. I see a couple issues with scene. this. No, you don't. I'm just gonna write in Tyler now. Just, yes. Just thank you. He has to go to shows in order to be. Hey, fucker! I have. That. You've been to. Like, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna get a bunch of people to someone who's never been there. Not myself. I'll just I'll put myself in there. Vote for me, y'all. Never been to the Doom Room. Don't know where it is. I'm just gonna win. But here, here's the just, problem, Blaine. Just a, just a couple issues I see. I'm not saying you don't deserve the position, but in reality, I am because the first issue and the main one is no one really likes you. I've been and step two or or issue two. You're a duty head. Wow. I, I, I just you're think you're the mudslinging begins. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody go. Everybody go vote for Blaine because he's pretty awesome. Yeah. I've I campaigned last year and you know who beat me? Nick. <laughs> right. And it's like is Nick is the, isn't Nick the Doom Room he though? Is, like that's... He is literally the Doom Room. Like everybody think there's some people. There's a lot of people that think that the Doom Room is a, a place. No, it's way more than just a place. It's like a lifestyle brand. Honestly, yeah. Like, I'm not going to, like, I don't want to be that guy. But, yeah, the Doom Room is a lifestyle. Like, it's it's, it's a venue. It's it's a a promotion. It's a place to eat pizza. It's an entity. It it is an entity because the Doom Room isn't just a house. It's like that that episode of The Office where Jim wanted to award an an employee and and it Dwight made it go to himself. It's like you're just made up an award to give to yourself at that point. If Nick gets the award for Doom Room, but the thing person. is, people voted for it. People voted. Well, Nick. A, I mean, he shouldn't even been like eligible. Like it should be. He should have gave it to somebody else, but right. he didn't. <laughs> he gave it to himself. What? Whatever. He can do whatever he wants. He's he's Nick. He's awesome. You sound well, better. Fucking love me. that guy. Oh, yeah. Huh? You sound bitter to me. I was very I'm pretty, bitter. <laughs> I'm pretty stoked about that bruise with dudes beer. Yeah, it's it's decent. Uh, it, it's a it's a stout. Uh, or I think yeah, it's a it's a coffee stout. It was okay. I'm a stout fan. I, I haven't had it Stouts. since I haven't had it since it was Stouts. released at Taze uh, Brewing Company, Taze River Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had it on uh, at the North End Pub when he did. They did the Halloween show. I think it was the Halloween show that they released that at. Where's he, where's he been brewing it at? Out there? Uh, Taze River, uh, where he works. He works at Taze River Brewing Company, and uh, they they let they allowed him to use his own recipe and brew with their equipment and all that. And set, this Sunday, they actually released it there. Uh, beforehand, they released it at the North End Pub as like just like a one keg thing. And mm. it was okay. It was very... You don't like stouts, so... Well, no, no, no. That wasn't what I didn't like about it. No, but I'm just saying, like, you don't like stouts, so... Typically, no, I don't. But I like tasting them. Uh, do I like drinking them? No. But when I tasted it, I was like, ah, it's it's got a good flavor, but it's it leaves a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if they've changed something, because it, it also didn't have a lot of carbonation. Um... So it was kind of, I, I don't want to say flat. It wasn't flat, but it was just, it was really. Maybe an issue when they caked it? Maybe. I don't know. It, it, it was very light on the mouthfeel, if you get what I mean. Mm. Blaine, Blaine needs lots of mouthfeel. I need lots of mouthfeel. 
And you have an oral fixation? Is that the problem? Oh yeah, totally. So I hopefully at Taze River, like where it's tapped at right now, uh, it's it's better. I I haven't had it there yet, so I don't know. Yeah, I just wanted to get out there to try some of those Indiana breweries. Oh, dude. Probably, probably uh, was it Three Floyds? Oh, yeah. You're, that's, probably I mean, the, that's probably the closest one that I need to go oh, check definitely. out. By, by all means, go to Three Floyds. I mean, great food, great beer. You'll enjoy it. I mean, you can. I mean, it's right by Nate, too, so he'll go. Right. Maybe have to make the next foodies outing. Oh, yeah. We'll see. If, if Nate's on the live stream, that's what we need to do for the next episode. Um. Uh, Journey into Comics Network uh, management, get on that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely check out Matt Anthony's too. Oh, up in Fort mm-hmm. Wayne, yeah, we went there before the Coheed show, and mm-hmm. th- that's our second time there. And I, we uh, we had a pineapple milkshake IPA, and it was just oh, like that, that's what delicious. we decided to start with, and it was good enough that we didn't stop. Yeah, we just we didn't change. We just decided to stick with that. So I like like pineapple, but I I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, it's it's one of the smoothest things you'll ever drink. Someone tried that one, uh, like tried a pumpkin beer that was fine, but the the pumpkin aftertaste was just garbage. You're just like, ah, it tastes okay, but then like that taste sits in your mouth. You're like, I need to drink something else. Pineapple is my favorite fruit, and I never I never thought that pineapple would be. I mean, I love pineapple on pizza. Get mad, fucking internet, because pineapple belongs on pizza. But it has a place. Um, I never Buy thought. Buy sulfur with ham. What? <laughs> Buy sulfur with ham. With bacon, not ham. Ham. Ham is a shit pizza topping. Ham does not belong on pizza. Bacon like belongs Canadian? on pizza. Like, like regular bacon. Like all the bacon. All right. Just not the like, like Canadian bacon, not, which is basically ham. Not, I was not, not sure Canadian bacon. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking that heritage bacon. But uh, I love ham on pizza. I never thought that pineapple would be a good flavor profile to couple with beer. And a lot of the craft beer that I have had, anything citrus or pineapple, uh, has been fucking fantastic. So my two, my favorite craft beer is pineapple flavored. So. I'll check that out. It's a pineapple Definitely. cosmic jacuzzi, man. No, that stuff's that good. That is the best craft beer I've ever had. Plainfield, Indiana, Brewlink. Good stuff. I'll have to check it um, out. Because I'm a big fan of pineapple. Like, that was my breakfast today, which is some cut pineapple. Nice. Just, just the way to do gotta it. Eat mo- to you got to eat it in moderation because it has the second highest contra- concentration of sugar and fruit. Ah. Uh, it doesn't also eat you back. It's just the, uh, a, like the, a little bit because it's it's one of the most acidic fruits oh. in existence. So like breaks down your like not in enough. Like you'd have to like drown someone in super concentrated pineapple juice. But I don't think it would. If you t- if you take a steak and you marinate it in pineapple juice overnight, the steak will be like play doh the next morning. Sweet. So if you want a good uh, meat tenderizer, use a dash of pineapple juice. It'll save you every time. Mm. Ooh. Uh, while we're on that subject, though, uh, him, I love on pizza. Go to Monocle's and get a pepperoni and ham pizza. Okay, wait a minute. You're telling me that ham is a superior pizza topping to bacon? No. no I did not say that okay. whatsoever. Okay. I'm just saying. Get a pepperoni ham so, at Monocle's Pizza. So by that logic, why would I ever choose ham over bacon? Why just, not? Just to have something different. Why not, know. when I go to Monocle's, 
I get a pepperoni and bacon pizza like I always do. That's always so good. It's choice. okay. Uh, I, I, I mean, or you just go stick with all pork and just get like Italian sausage, bacon, and ham, and just you could do that. To be fair, you I don't do like that. bacon on pizza. Get out! Don't like get leave. But I like bacon. I love bacon. Bacon's one of my favorite foods, but I don't like it on pizza. Leave. Uh, <laughs> the show is mine now. Ham on top of a burger? No, absolutely not. That's weird. That's not bad. <laughs> All the meats. Or like pulled pork on top of a burger? Oh, Ving, I, I have had that, and that's excellent. Ving Rams crashes through the fucking wall like the Kool-Aid man. We have the meats! <laughs> and he, just, he just starts slinging hams at people. That's like two weeks in a row you've brought that up. <laughs> well, two weeks in a row that I brought up Ving Rams. Yeah, exactly. No. Tyler's got meat vision. When I worked at Monocles, what I would do, so I would make this pizza. It was a it was a, a small, okay. Uh, so a twelve inch crust. Thank, thank you for for describing that. And it was a double crust. Oh, you get a double crust oh. for one dollar more. It's double crust. Oh, and I would put, and it's typically it's not like this, but I would put cheese in between the two. Oh, you'd make a fucking uh, crunch wrap. Yeah, and then on the top, the top crust, I would actually, ha- I'd have to make slits so the the gas from the heated cheese, the melted cheese, would escape. Um, mm-hmm. But then it would be pepperoni and ham. Oh my god, it was delicious. <sighs> Especially with that wow. old gallon of craft ranch I used to have. Thank you. Thank you for telling me that. <laughs> You're welcome. They don't oh. they switched ranch. They switched to the Monocles brand ranch and I never it was you never do, the same. You do ranch on a pizza? Oh yeah. We live in Indiana, AP. We put wait, ranch wait, wait, on everything. Are you the French people at Monocles too who put French on your oh, pizza? Oh I do that too. I do that. Now now that they switch to Monocles brand ranch, I do exclusively Monocles brand French. I have a bottle of Monocle's French in my refrigerator 365 days a year. It is so good. The sweet and tart dressing. in a while, just because it's not up here. But next time I go back home, i got to get some Monocle's pizza. Please do it. I'm actually really craving Monocle's pizza right now. It's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. I feel you, man. I feel you. Oh. The nearest one I think is like Peoria. Like I can't, not right now. <laughs> you can justify driving to Peoria for Monocle's pizza. Come on, AP. Actually, is there one in like maybe there's is there one? You're in a fucking Northwest American. <laughs> Manifest destiny. Get down there. People, just mail me a pizza. Pe- just, people died on the trail of tears for your ability to drive to Peoria and fucking eat Monocle's pizza. My grandparents live in uh, near Stone Mountain, Georgia, and uh, every time they come up here, they'll they'll eat Monocle's pizza. And then they'll get some monocles to go and bring it back. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're from Monticello, uh, Indiana, but they moved down there, and they don't get that now. I don't know what Georgia like. I don't know what pizza is like in Georgia. I, I don't either. Like, I've only had chain pizza down there. It's sad. It's, I've only had it's like Papa, it's get Papa John's down there. Yeah, I've only it's, had it's, like I can't even remember what I had down there. It was probably Pizza Hut or Domino's or maybe a Chuck E. Little Cheese. Caesars. Just a little so. So while we're talking about pizza, I'm not a Chicago style pizza guy. Yeah, I just don't care for it. But I am don't a Detroit. Like but I am a Detroit style pizza guy. There's a Detroit style. I did not know this. So what is the, what is, what is the Detroit style? So have either of you guys had the deep deep dish pizza from Little Caesars? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's Detroit style pizza. Well, that's not bad. Rectangular to... pizza. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Rectangular deep dish pizza. What makes it Detroit style is the crust, the edge of the crust. Yeah. So they put 
butter and cheese on the edge of the crust, and then as it bakes, the cheese that's on top of that buttered crust actually fries. Right. right. So yeah. it's crispy on the edges. Yeah. Awesome. That's Detroit style pizza. So it's it's deep dish, but it's not Chicago style where it's drowning in tomato sauce. Yeah. Which is obnoxious. I mean, I like. It's not that it's drowning; it's that they put it on top. Well, which is odd. To well, me. It, depends, it depends. It really depends on the. There's all those different. Yeah. There was a, there was a foodies episode about it. Gino's doesn't put it on top. Yeah, but I mean, you've got Gino's, you've got Giordano's, you've got. I, I mean, haven't had Giordano's. I really want to try Giordano's. Luminati's is my yeah, go-to. Yeah, I was going to say uh, Luminati's. Gino's is my favorite. Uh, Luminati. I, I don't really care for Giordano's pizza. I don't really like their toppings. Uh, yeah. Luminati's is probably my second favorite. Well, doesn't Giordano's the one that has like the cornbread crust? Or it's yes. A, no. Not cornbread, but it's a cornmeal in their no, crust? No, uh, Gino's is the cornmeal. Uh, I thought G- it was Giordano's. Gino's East is the cornmeal. Because I, I haven't uh, had I know one of them was. Uh, Gino's East yeah. I've had twice. And, you know, the last time I had it, I was actually kind of – I was look, I was so looking forward to it. It was back, like, last December. Uh, and then I had it, and I was like, this was disappointing. But You can get them in the store, too. Did you know that? Why would I do that, though, when I can just go straight to the source? Because driving – I mean, if you want to get it from the grocery aisle. Driving three hours to Chicago for pizza is dumb. Yeah, that's why I was. I didn't drive just for pizza. I was up. I was just up there. Yeah, but going to Chicago is dumb. I, well, I, for the record, I stopped it's along not, the way. I stopped <laughs> along the way and hung out at Nate's, and then we went to Chicago and stayed with uh, Matt. Right. No, I get it. But like, we just had a weekend. Like this. No offense to you, AP, but the state of Illinois is bad enough. Like, if we could just remove Chicago from existence, like that would be a, that would be a benefit to humanity. Honestly, yeah, I'd make my trip to Milwaukee so much faster. Yeah, like fuck I wanna Chicago. Go, I want to go to Milwaukee again so bad, but I don't want to. There's a water bridge that goes over Chicago <laughs> yeah. into Milwaukee. I just don't want to drive through Chicago. Here's the thing: there's a Milwaukee-style pizza too. Oh my god! I've never had it, but I've read about it. There's a Dick's Pizza. There's a Dick's Pizzeria in Milwaukee, and I want to go there so bad. But my well, Milwaukee's closer to me than Chicago, so it's tempting a lot of time just yeah. to go there. Nice. I want to make a trip up there again so bad. Because like I live like five minutes from that Six Flags that's in Gurney. Oh okay. It's like in, like I I one day I was like craving Steak and Shake, so I just drove to Gurney, <laughs> drove right past Six Flags, got some Steak and Shake, came back. Nice. And then messed up my order. Is that your closest like, Steak and Shake? What? Is that your closest Steak and Shake? Yeah, there's not one. It's not a big chain right around where I live. Okay. There's like one like thirty minutes south and one like fifteen minutes north, and I'm like. All right, I'm guessing get some steak and shake, man. <laughs> but it's it's cheap, good burgers. Though. We're on a mission from God. To be to be fair, like God. here in town, there's like a steak and shake twenty minutes this way and twenty minutes this way from but my house. They're actually on the same road. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. They're on the same Two road. Two ends of the road. But it takes yeah. like fifteen minutes to get to it, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's like I'm five minutes away from two different McDonald's. I'm like, how does that? What? <laughs> You got options, It's man. just the nature of the beast. <laughs> nature of the beast. But I have a Taco Bell that I can walk to from my from my house, so that's also... Hey, that's fucking dangerous. Me too. I mean... I had Taco Bell more since I moved here, which has been like three times than in my life before this, because I wasn't a huge Taco Bell person. Oh, I fucking love Taco Bell. I could eat Taco Bell every day, no problem. 
I said the breakfast stuff. The breakfast stuff's not bad either. It's not. It's actually not. I've yet to have it, but I've wanted it. breakfast crunch wrap, which was actually pretty good. They've come a long way from the waffle taco that they that they debuted their breakfast menu with. Um, yeah, their breakfast stuff's pretty good. I mean, it's no, it's no Jack in the Box ninety nine cent breakfast yeah. tacos, but it is no what it Jack is. Jack in the Box. Do what? I like Jack in the Box. <laughs> I do too. I've only had, it's just it's I've only had it a couple times, but it's it's always good. Yeah, I've I've always dug Jack in the Box. Like for me, like not having the availability of a lot of the fast food chains, which is pathetic. Um, but not having the availability of the lot of the a lot of the fast food chains that I had when I lived, you know, on the east coast or the west coast, it's like like depressing sometimes. Like I just want to drive up to In and Out and get a four by four animal style with some animal oh. style fries, and I can't do it. You know, oh, I, 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 In and Out in Vegas that was that was a treat. Yeah, I mean, I used to live I used to live in Southern California, so. I mean, I that was your chain. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't trip and fall without landing on a Jack in the Box or an In and Out burger, you know. Um, you made that Carl's Jr. Well, <laughs> I mean, you go to Carl's Jr. and you drive thirty minutes any other direction, and it's still it's a Hardee's. You know, it's the same fucking restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's the same restaurant. Uh, I don't know why it had two different names. But it, it's so, fine. so we had a Hardee's built here recently. Um, you know, on the West Coast, you can get curly fries at Hardee's or Carl's Jr. You can't get them here. Uh. When Delphi, my hometown, used to have Hardee's, they had curly fries. Yeah, the Hardy or the Hardee's that they built on really? Fifty Two, they do not have curly fries. Man, piss me off. Sliders. Yeah, their sliders are pretty good. I, There's one right by my high school. I go to so Hardee's like, for the breakfast. Oh yeah, I mean, shit, cinnamon Hands raisin, down. cinnamon raisin biscuits, still fucking delicious. Dim hash browns. Hash browns are good. Burger King has them too. Yep. If you get them extra crispy, they're just as good. Um, but part of the reason Hardee's breakfast food is so good is they're one of the only fast food chains that still fucking hand makes shit. Yeah. Like, you know, McDonald's, like for the egg McMuffin, those are all legitimate hand cracked eggs. You know, any, yeah. any of the square eggs, the, the actual all yellow egg, that's egg beaters, which is still fucking eggs. So it's okay. Just eat the shit. Yeah. But mm-hmm. fucking some, somebody at every Hardee's or Carl's Jr. in the fucking nation hand makes every fucking biscuit that comes out of that place on a daily basis. That's awesome. I mean, it's it's pathetic that we're talking about a fast food chain. Like, we're hyping up a fast food chain. But, like... Nothing wrong with that. No one does that. No. When it's legit like that, there's nothing wrong right. with hyping it up. Yeah. You know? it's, just no the fact, it's just that. the fact that we're hyping up a fast food chain <laughs> is, is what I'm right. getting at. I mean, don't get me wrong. Skylar and Ruby and I ate at fucking Hardee's this weekend for breakfast, and I was thoroughly satisfied. So I'm excited because the the house I'm moving to is like really it's really in the middle of everything. Like I have Hardee's and stuff this way. I got Dog and Suds and Taco Bell. This or no, I got Taco Bell like right in the middle or not Taco Bell, Dog and Suds right in the middle, and then Taco Bell right over here. And I'm steak and shakes along the way to Hardee's so mm-hmm. it's like that's cool too stop and get a milkshake yeah. on your way to get your fucking yeah sourdough and then, yeah, like, I'm, uh, like I said I'm right in the middle I got the mall and Wendy's on the way uh, Wendy's has been Dick's, so- about to, Dick's about to get so fat yeah <laughs> <laughs> beefcake oh. <laughs> no I mean I, I, I mostly eat fast food right now just cause like 
we it's don't convenient. we don't really like cooking in this house because there's like the, the kitchen's really small and there's just not a lot. You can have a, a roommate in your new place. No, I am gonna own this and people can fuck off. Uh, no, we get, the only the only people you want living in your house are going to be personally responsible for. Yeah, I mean, you want to let Cameron live in your crawl space? No, <laughs> we're gonna. So we got kids, so we there's no there's no room. You know what's strange about living in your house with kids? It's just a weird situation. Yeah, and I mean, we it's already weird enough because we uh, I I moved in here with them. Like that, this, my first living experience with Miranda and her kids was with somebody else involved yeah so like it, it's it's not the ideal situation but it is what it is you know she's hated it every step of the way because she doesn't feel like she doesn't feel like she's an adult anymore if that makes you're living with a roommate yeah because she, she's lived on her own since she was 17 like she moved out That's at 17 a- and has lived on her own uh so I she's i remember talking about that she's like she's really proud of like how far she's gone. oh yeah yeah and then she took a step back because she moved into her parents, and then she then she moved into here, which is like not much better than her parents. No, so now she'll be out on her own. Oh again, yeah, or... so I think I think her 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 place mentally is gonna just skyrocket. Well, she's living with her husband and her kids yes. in a place that she owns. Yes. Like, well, the bank owns, and you're paying for the next <laughs> yes. twenty years, but still, it's 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 the 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 title of house owner. Homeowner. Yeah, the title. That's, that's uh, how it is. We're both we're both really looking forward to it. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are the kids excited? Oh yeah, definitely. It it was it it was really funny because um, if you knew what we were going through at this house, like it would just blow your mind. But uh, like Nazira, her daughter. Um, your she, daughter. My yeah. My. How do you, how do you how do you pronounce that? Nazira. Nazira. And what's the other one's name? Maverick. Maverick. Has nothing to do with Top Gun. Has nothing to do with Top Gun, believe it or not. It has everything to do with Top Gun. Don't let him lie to you. Turns out, yeah. No, no. But surprisingly, Nazira is all about Top Gun, right? Oh, yeah. You know. (laughs) That's the surprise. That's a little Easter egg that no one knows about. Uh, She was the vampire pulling the strings in the background. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) But no, Nazira was like, she just out of nowhere starts like talking about how she hates living here. Really? And she's like, like oh, I'll tell you like about it later. Or something? But, uh, she's five. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she starts listing off like all these reasons, and it's just cr- it's cracking me up because it's all so. Were they tr- valid reasons? Yes, because it's all so true. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, I-, I feel you, dog. <laughs> Sometimes it really do be like that. <laughs> Uh, I get it. So yeah, we're all very. Uh, I just took a very big drink. I'm out of beer now, but uh, it's. We're all very excited to you know move into this house and you know make it our own and live our lives. Like essentially start our lives. Right. I'm excited to pimp that studio out. Me too. Do you have a, do you have a room already going to have dedicated to your oh, podcast layer? We got a basement dedicated to it. Blaine and I are Is gonna fan cave basement? the fuck out of that. Yeah, it's got a ha- it's got a full bathroom down there too. Uh, we're gonna. Oh, so you have like so you have guests without even like you don't get to go upstairs. No, you could which go is to the basement. Actually, cool because one of the doors leads directly down to like doors outside leads directly down to the basement. So it's like oh, so you like you don't see the rest of the house. You don't see my kids. No. <laughs> put a mini fridge down there. Put beer in it, and you're good. Mini fridge? We're putting a fucking full fridge down that bitch. There you go. Yep. Eventually. You, know, you have a giant neon sign that just says podcastrophe. 
Uh, no, but we are gonna look into like an actual like recording, on air sign. like on air recording now type sign to display when sweet. we're recording. Uh-huh. Uh, put, put a uh, put a, one of those lights outside of the door that outside to go down there that always turns red or green depending on when they can come down. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get a chair to match yours. Mine's gonna be yellow. Oh, yeah. What cracks me up is so we're getting. I'm getting a, my grandma's giving me one of her couches, and it's like actually out of the three couches that are being given to us, it's the nicest couch. But it's gonna be the one down in the basement with us, <laughs> just because it's not go. gonna match anything else. <laughs> and it's actually like a it. really nice like decorative couch. But my, and my grandma, she has she's got like three of these things that match each other, mm-hmm. and. This is back then you bought furniture that matched. Oh yeah. And like mm-hmm. this is like really nice like material. Like it looks like really nice like just like a 60 or 70 year old person would have in their home. Put a cover on it. And we're going to have it down in my podcast room studio and uh be drinking beer all over it. So. That's why we're going to that's why we're going to put a slip cover on it. I'm not going to scotch guard it. I'm not going to I'm not going to do anything to it. Like Well, I'm going to do it. Cuz she just up and decides like I'm only getting rid of one of my couches. <laughs> Not the whole set, just one of them. I can, I can live with two. All those people re- that do that always regret giving away that one piece of furniture. Yeah. Because I've seen it five different times in my life. So why to give up that ottoman? Mm-hmm. It would have worked so she well right recently, here. She uh, recently completely redid her house. She, like, gutted her... She got rid of her kitchen and living room and basically swapped the two. And it, it's it's weird how like much she opened up her house and changed the layout, but it works. It's really cool how tell it her works to come now. remodel my bathroom. <laughs> I should live. I should live in that place her whole life. Yeah, one of those things. Yeah, they, or your whole life. They got that house back in like the seventies, hmm. and like they've just lived there. And it's like <laughs> it's weird. They just lived there. <laughs> Yeah, whoa. I mean, it, hell, it's changed so much just since I've been but a wee lad. Yeah. Uh, like, they expanded it and all that, and now it's, now, like, they turned, they turned the living room into a giant kitchen. They got turnt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good to have land. It's oh, yeah. And, like, it, they, so, where my grandma lives, there's a, fee, there's two houses on the corner of this, like, these two country roads like that intersect each other and then the other house is my great grandmother's and in between is this giant field and it was just so big that they they originally had like a baseball diamond there oh wow and it, that that's just what they did because like uh my did, gr- they didn't have video games and stuff <laughs> yeah well okay so my dad's one of four kids he's the second the uh, the second of four and mm-hmm. on top of that, uh, my grandmother's brother is only like two years older than maybe my, my oldest uncle. So like there's five of those kids running around. And so they're just like, well, we got some, we got to do something. So they just made a baseball diamond out there so they could play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's big enough. If you see it, you're just like, whoa. Right. If you build whoa. it, they will come. That's the- it's, it's a field. It's literally a field. It's cool. I remember nice. when I was I was like four or five, I would walk down to my great grandma's and it felt like it took forever. It felt like it took a whole lifetime <laughs> to traverse <laughs> that field. I thought I thought I was doing something and now it's just like ah, it's like quick minute jog. Not jog, but like brisk walk, you know. I get you. Yes. I get you. Yeah. <laughs> uh. 
Well, uh, we're running late. Do you want to just go ahead and call it? But do you have anything you yeah. want to you want to oh, kind of send us off, wrap up the episode with AP? Uh, no, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm fine with whatever you guys want to talk about. If you guys want to wrap it up, that's cool too. I just remembered that I have something. So I posted this uh, this picture earlier, and it's basically like a hospital bill. It, it, and it comes oh, with. Oh, I did see that. It comes with a story. It's it's uh it's really crazy. Let me get rid of all my chat here. Uh, so okay, I'm gonna just go ahead and read this story. Uh, so you got the the Banner Health statement. And all that, and okay, so that's your EOB. Yeah, that explanation of benefits. Th- mm-hmm. th- that. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and start reading. It's time to go public with this shit. Two weeks ago today, I walked into the ER because if I didn't, I was going to kill myself. I was stripped of all my clothes and possessions, given disposable scrubs, and put in a room for the next five hours. In the U.S., this costs nearly three thousand dollars. I was, then, I was then placed in the behavioral health ward until Sunday at noon. Three nights, two and a half days, because it was a weekend. It, all therapy was scaled back, both in number of sessions and the quality of sessions. During one, we simply played a trivia game. I sat around watching TV all day and chatting with a Vietnam vet. In the U.S., this cost nearly $10,000. During this stay, I had blood drawn twice. That was another $3,800. Not shown are the physician charges that bring my grand total to over $18,000. I saw an MD once and had once daily sessions with a psychiatrist. Those sessions consisted of rating my depression on a scale of 1 to 10 and asking if I want to hurt myself or anyone else. Real stellar care. Oh, I I almost forgot to point out the $145 for three days worth of meds. I normally pay less than $50 for an entire month. My employee-sponsored insurance does not cover inpatient mental health care in any capacity. I do have a supplemental insurance plan that will hopefully cover $6,000, leaving me on the, on the hook for over $12,000. Do we know Oof. why people don't, ask, don't seek help? This is why. So let's discuss. Well, uh, <laughs> my first time on the show... I brought this up almost immediately. Oh yeah, that was yeah immediately. The 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 issues with our healthcare system. Yeah. And we're in a time where, in my opinion, and and a lot of people would disagree with me, but if you if you go fully privatized healthcare, no government sponsored healthcare. I mean, everyone in this nation has to find their own healthcare and purchase it. You get that. And it, it it would it would amplify that, and then if you go the other way, and you go fully socialized healthcare, in my mind, my personal opinion, you would see it's it's the it's the the, the long running joke that I've brought about on the show a lot. You know, if you and I both go to medical school and you finish top of the class and I finish absolute minimum of passing, we're both still doctors at the end of the day. You go socialized healthcare, and you're going to have a lot more of that because you go socialized healthcare. You're you're gonna, you know, just pulling numbers out of my ass. You're gonna quintuple the amount of people that are that have access to healthcare in 24 hours. You know, it's it's exponentially greater. Yeah. yeah. And those people are going to immediately seek healthcare. 
you're going to need to pump out doctors as fast as you can so people don't die on waiting lists because if we go fully socialized healthcare, we'll care about that then because we don't care about it now. Right. Um, so your, your overall quality of care, in my mind, is going to decrease. We have to find the middle ground. Mm-hmm. But I think regardless of what direction we go in, at this point, it's almost impossible. Yeah. So, I mean... You might you might disagree with some of the things that I said, AP, um, or maybe your cat has a comment. Um, cat has no shame. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely rough, and I know I haven't had too much experience with like extensive medical bills. Like, I had one surgery, and my work provided, or my I pay for the work insurance, but the insurance I had through my employer paid for a good chunk of it and it didn't wasn't i can't imagine i have to pay that much but i do agree that i feel like the wait times would be kind of crazy in a, a more socialized government or a socialized medical care setup but i don't have really have too much to add because i just i've not really been in that kind of situation mm-hmm. well, i don't dick do you have anything yeah i think it's just crazy that just to keep herself from killing herself it cost her eighteen thousand dollars well i mean i, just, I thought there's Go ahead. Add to the depression. Yeah. Like, Like, I mean, just she was she and like it's personally, I think it's very courageous of her for her to realize in that moment, if I don't do something right now, I might not have the control to take care of this. Mm -hmm. And and then I then I will cease to be. And she took it upon herself to seek medical care, to, to seek medical care, which a lot of people just don't. A lot of people are too afraid to. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't realize they're, they're just so far in their own in their own head that they don't really see that as an even option. So, like, mm-hmm. luckily she got she was in the right headspace to realize something was going on, and she sought help. Whoever this was, I don't I don't know this person obviously, but like, and then because she decided to do something for herself, it cost her. <laughs> basically a car but here's the thing <laughs> right is that eighteen thousand dollars not worth her life i mean yeah I, 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 there's no price on life don't, but. don't get me wrong I'm, I'm not defending uh our healthcare oh, system no, I, I mean i know i know you anyone were. that listens to me talk about our healthcare yeah. system knows that i would never defend it yeah um this is obviously very cynical and uh pointed towards uh some healthcare reform which is a good thing yeah because we need healthcare reform we don't need Definitely. Obamacare. We don't need fully privatized health care. Like I said, we need to find that middle ground. And we need more people like this individual basically calling out our government and the health care system both. Right. Because they're both at fault. Mm-hmm. But as long as we just complain about it to each other, we are as much at fault as the other two parties, in my mind. Right, because we're not making, we're not bringing it up to anyone that's going to have any chance to change it. Yeah, we're just bitching about it. We're just bitching about it to bitch about it. Um, As long as they can get it subsidized in a way, like the people who provide medicine, the people who provide medical care can charge whatever they want because they know you're going to pay for it either way. Not that you're going to refuse to pay. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It's like that whole pharmaceutical thing, which is a whole other rant you can get into oh, yeah. about <laughs> pharmaceutical prices and all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which he did. <laughs> Very first episode he was on, he did. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was like, it's like, I think that was my first exposure to what who Tyler was. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, this is we're Tyler. We're Tyler conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Um, right man, off the bat. I mean, we would we would honestly be here for another two hours just just me ranting about the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah, and then it would just amplify after that every time someone else made a comment. Um, but the, the the problem is, this individual, like you said, sought help. In her mind, she is being penalized for seeking help. Because that's part of the depression and the anxiety and, and the yeah. mental health issues because, well, fuck, you know, I, I did what most people don't do. I sought help, and here I am getting a bill for $18,000. Um, right. This post could easily be spun around, and if if it was me looking at this, I would almost say... You know what? I paid $18,000 and every cent of that $18,000 was worth my life. That is now someone who has overcome depression and crippling anxiety and being able, and someone who's able to look at a, a more optimistic side of life now. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a tough it's a tough situation all around because mm-hmm. The way the way that I look, the way that it makes sense in my head when I visualize it, you're standing in a hallway, and it, it doesn't matter what door you open, you're going down the wrong path. Yeah. Because she chose life, which is the right choice, but from someone who has dealt with crippling depression, that out is is pretty enticing, and once you're gone, you don't have to fucking worry about it anymore. Um, obviously, the damage that you leave behind is is a lot of times a lot more than than the issues that you were dealing with, and then it just compounds and and drives pe- other people down that same path. But it doesn't fucking matter because you're gone. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. I mean, normally I would I would sugarcoat it and say, well, I mean, the important thing is you know to not burden the other people, but that's part of the depression cycle. You don't want to burden anybody else. So you you keep yourself in all that pain and all that anguish, but to not burden yourself anymore, you have to take yourself out of the equation, which is also burdening other people. I mean, it, it's just it's a cycle, and and anybody that has dealt with it knows exactly what I'm talking about. No matter what door you go through, you're in your mind at that moment you're making a wrong decision. Yeah. So I would like to see follow up from this. Number one, if there's any. Uh, you know any correspondence with with the hospital or her insurance company or her employer um and then maybe six months down the road if it's more of an optimistic view like i said where you know this was eighteen thousand dollars and i would pay more to keep to keep going you know right uh, some of the co- I, so i shared this post and some of the comments i said i got was uh, literally all of my debt uh, I went to the ER. Th- this is a different person. I went to the ER three years ago when I had a stomach ulcer. Sat there for four hours. Saw the doctor one time, and all he did was give me something to drink to numb my stomach. Forty-five hundred dollars for the room, and three thousand dollars to the guy who mm-hmm. handed me the drink. Yep. Uh, the next comment says the government has it all wrong. They think we need affordable insurance to cover health care. 
no, we need regulations so that healthcare is affordable. Yes. Let's stop making the middleman rich. Yes, and I have ranted and ranted and ranted about that until I'm blue in the face. I'm going to go to this person's page and see if there is any follow-up. The issue is not not the government. The issue is health care. Wow. Right. So the original post has 37,000.5K comments, 92 k shares. Yeah, I, I shared it the other day, too. Oh, yeah? When I okay. saw it. Okay. Or I at least read it. I can't remember if I That's shared it or cra- not, but yeah. I, I read it. I, I read Rachel it a couple shared days ago. it. That's why I saw mm-hmm. it today. Um, yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's some crazy uh, numbers right there. The, okay, so that's from November first. But this this goes back to what I brought up, and and I won't I won't dive too deep in it because we all need to eat and go to bed tonight. But mm-hmm. you know, the first time I was on the show, I brought up the fact that. Every major industry in the United States lobby money put together is a fraction of what the medical industry does a year. The medical industry lobbies the United States government more than every other industry in our country combined. Yeah. That includes the oil industry, that includes the gun industry, the tech industry, every other major industry put together is um, just completely overshadowed by the medical industry a fraction of that money that the medical industry lobbies would completely eclipse all of the industries put together still that's so it's a problem Mm -hmm. and yet and yet they're developing an an opioid like stronger than heroin yeah (laughs) if you if you if you're one of those people that buy this is a joke if you're one of those people that buy into or follow uh, the show, Adam ruins is that Adam ruins everything. Um, he talks about this a lot. Um, I'm not a big fan of his. Uh, lots of embellishment, lots of um, facts that needed cited that never got cited. Um, but some of the stuff he's 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 kind of brought to light are are very credi- credible. Um, if you believe what he says. The government is still going off of basically price regulation that, or the the healthcare industry is going off of price regulation that that they figured out in like 1930. So with inflation and everything, they've just maintained those costs. So, you know, codeine cough syrup was fucking eight cents in 1930. It's $75 now. That eight cents in 1930 was probably as much as seventy five dollars is now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's yeah. just. I mean, I, I can't. Nuts. I can't put a lot of credibility to that because I haven't. I haven't done enough research on that. Uh, right. But again, the issue is the industry, not the government controlling that, or n- not the government giving us more freedom to interact with that industry. And there needs to be more regulations on that industry. Is the problem right? So, it doesn't need government intervention. It just needs regulation. Yes. I don't need the government to have their hands in it. Right. Because, I mean, we don't need to talk about how many uh, people on the VA waiting list die a year. Yeah, no You know, kidding. we don't right. need to talk about that. Um, we just need them to, to, to crack down on that industry a little bit. And things would improve. So, that's about all I got to say about <laughs> that today. Yeah. Uh. Well, I'm not going to throw that food conversation without, like, starving, because I am 
I'm famished right now. I got, yeah. pe- I got pizza at home waiting on me, so I'm pretty, I'm, pretty I'm antsy at this point. Just waiting to eat. <laughs> I might go down to Professor Joe's and get me a pizza down there. Damn it, boy, get you a Hoosier. I'll get me a pepperoni. A, I'm not a big fan of meat lovers. Well, you're a fuck. The, it's got ham on it, you some bitch. <laughs> yeah. Is the meat lovers called a Hoosier? Yeah. At that place? Yeah, it's fucking good. I'll send uh, you a picture the next time I get one. So you can appreciate. You. I want to see it. I might just show up there if you send me the picture. That's fair. Like, hey, hell yeah, come on down. Yeah, we'll, we'll have you we'll anytime. We'll hang out. Hey, yeah. hey, you're in a house now. I, I'll have a place to stay. Yeah, that, that's what I told Nate and all of them. <laughs> it's like, it's like, hey. There's a basement. Exactly. <laughs> all I need is some insulation. I can build myself a little home down there. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> that's what our friend Cameron did. So much room for activities. That's exactly what our friend Cameron did. He literally built... He built himself a room, like he framed a wall and then drywalled it, and then he put his bed in, a, in the crawl space so he'd have more room in his bedroom. I mean, isn't there just is there just a is there just like a dirt floor in there in the crawl space? Uh, or is he... he cleaned it out and tiled the the, the ceiling of it, <laughs> so be, so it was just clean. I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm, I haven't checked on the progress of that in a while, but and if you that much effort, you can just sort of. Done something productive and like had an actual place somewhere. Yeah, you know that he's 21, so and he, he's 21 with quite the imagination. So I think he just really wanted the uh, the ability to tell people, yeah, I live in a crawl space. You're gonna, you're gonna come next week. He's like a wall-mounted TV down there. Like, what are you doing? I mean, his rent's only a hundred dollars a month. And he, did, he, did he put like light and stuff down there? Was there already light down there? And I don't know. Power like uh, outlets or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a extension cords. It's a basement with like outlets. <laughs> so he just has a bunch of stuff running through it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, Actually, I need pictures. I need. I just get like a, a cribs version of his little of his lifestyle down there. Oh, that'd be that'd be a funny video. That would be an excellent video. I'll I'll mention that to him tomorrow at work. Like he works at Subaru with me, and like so he's he's making some decent money for. Uh, a, tw- a 21 year old uh, right and especially if all if you only have to pay a hundred dollars for rent and no utilities like I have so much so much money for activities <laughs> <laughs> yes so yeah like I'll, I'll i'll definitely keep the show updated on uh cameron's adventures in the crawl space you can just have him on and have him talk about oh uh, yeah definitely like I, I can't wait to have him on again we, we should have like a, a crawl space update where it's like the weather guy on a news yeah. channel where it's just Cameron with a pre-recorded thing. Yeah. Just do it. Just do a live stream from the crawl space room. We, just- we can also do that. There's so many options. Well, there's so many ways uh, we can do this. But is what it is. So will in theory, the next live stream be from your new, your new home? Um, no, I think the next live stream. So it'll be next Tuesday and we close next Tuesday. So I have might be a so- I have either the show. option of not doing a show at all because we'll be because Miranda immediately wants to start moving in. Right, right. <laughs> she wants to get out of this place and make her own Definitely. space. I'm so sure. I either have the option of neglecting that and doing a show, <laughs> or right uh, helping her out and doing that. We're just going to see what happens. There might not be an episode next week. We don't know. We might have to take a week off. Right. Which, which or just have it. Always have, have something. Always have someone cover for you. Yeah. Have a, give a, have a Rolo happy time hour. Oh, God. 
I don't know if we can handle that. I mean, Tyler, he's going to be out. He's going to be out of town, so he's unavailable. Um, we have an option, but uh, I don't know if he's up for that right now. Uh, we have our, our, our frequent guest, uh, possible future Ooh. co-host, Matt. I like, I like that. Uh, but we don't know if he's up for the task. Just so short, like such short yeah. notice. Uh, if if he you know Nate won't let a gap happen, so something will appear. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll we'll have to figure it out. Maybe maybe this weekend I'll do a solo cast just to fill in the gap. Hey, there, maybe I'll do a solo cast. You fuck. Well, will you? I don't know. <laughs> just we'll we'll figure it out. We're we're gonna figure it out. We got a couple we'll days. Do Tyler's best of rants. Oh, just... Skyler and Skyler pops up in the chat, you know, it's been like hours since anybody comments. She goes, "We could live stream on our travel adventures." We're not traveling on Saturday, but we could we could do that for the live stream on Tuesday. Yeah. Just do like random updates on where we're where we're at. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, it's going to be Thanksgiving week, so people are going to be traveling, and you know, it's not next week, really. Yeah, Damn. that's crazy. Like it, it, it was, it was odd to me too, because I'm normally, I'm used to Thanksgiving being at like the very end. Instead, we get like a whole other week of November. Right <laughs> after Thanksgiving, it's like oh, well, that means Black Friday is just around the corner too. Yeah, that was, that was how we started this conversation. Yep. Yep. I tried all those deals. So, uh, we taking this thing home. I'm taking it home. Tyler, you got anything else to add? No, thanks again for coming on the show this week, AP. We've wanted yeah, to be on here again for a while. Uh, next, yeah, time, yeah. next time you're on here, it'll be in person. Yee. Definitely. I assure you. And you know, <laughs> uh, the plans I have, you saw my oh, plans. I, I, I've, I've heard. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, are, Can we get Liz down there? He'll be good. Are, are, you, are you prepared for, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil a, a bit of it. Are you prepared for a network drunk catastrophe? We get so drunk for you. <laughs> for me. You hear that, Tyler? For me. I'm going to get so drunk for you, Daddy. <laughs> oh, God. Hashtag Daddy Culture. Oh, God. He needs to go die in a fire. <laughs> oh, I look forward to this so much. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, Nick Maxson will be there and we can pregame with some brews with dudes. I'm going to get fucking wasty pants. And, and then we can, we can all have some tasty brews to. Uh, drink and make our make our feelings special <laughs> that's the weirdest way i can say it i hate you <laughs> make 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 the special feeling yes make have, have a special time yes, it'll be good yes. uh but yeah like uh that's that's all i've got it's <laughs> that's all i got yeah once again andrew thank you so much for joining us it's been a good time been a good time yeah definitely thanks for having me on it's been it's been a blast <laughs> the, the the time on here it's like i was like how do they, how do they podcast like three hours at, at a time and i'm like oh yeah that's how <laughs> yes flies you by. know it's because we just talk and that that's the that's the beauty of this we don't know where it's ever gonna go uh yeah we'll come here with topics but sometimes we don't even get to half of those topics because we, we tangent into something else that right. we didn't even think of which is great fun yeah if there's ever a three-hour version of my show i've lost my mind and is it just kept recording because i don't think i could talk by myself for three hours without like losing my mind oh man that'd that'd be rough <laughs> that'd be rough 
Like I could it's barely like, make it an hour and a half with just my solo cast. So it's like start filibustering it. Like <laughs> I'm gonna start reading this book out loud. Yeah. Right, yeah. Let's go. Like, <laughs> well, folks, uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the Journey into Comics Network. You get all kinds of shows, such as AP's shows, poor news, poor entertainment, adulting ain't easy, and foodies watching movies, and of course, all the other shows on the network. Definitely. Uh, if you haven't already also subscribe to us you got us on podbean at podcastrophypod.podbean.com or you can search on itunes podcastrophy pod not just it's, it's not podcastrophy which did you not get podcastrophy I, or was it i think it just went off the podbean when i submitted uh, so i might have to look into it maybe change that a bit we'll see what happens but Search podcastrophy podcastrophy.podbean.com, which goes nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I, I thought that was the case, and it turns out it's not. I was I was corrected yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I suck, uh, but yeah, we're live every Tuesday on the Facebook, the Podcastrophy Facebook page. So check us out there. We do extra content now whenever we can. Uh, so just just keep an eye out on the Podcastrophy Facebook page because that's where most of the content is, and you can mm-hmm. you can jump on in you can comment on the live stream and we will interact with you live on the show so don't be afraid to do that uh but until then that is all that is all i'm done you're done yeah (laughs) so everybody please make every day a big dick day bye guys later